The following is a conversation on the destruction of masculinity and the rite of passage and its ramifications, glazed with a bit of a comedy, coming from me, Rakib, and Irfan. Hope you guys enjoy. I, I saw this thing on Twitter, which I know is like not the greatest start of a sentence. Yeah. But it was it was from it was from this person who basically said like women are now getting to a stage where they're not accepting the bare minimum. Yeah. The bare minimum of like a job, a house, mm-hmm. or, or like provide it as a provider. Mm-hmm. They don't accept that anymore. Like you you can it, you know, kind of the Mad Men, Don Draper yeah. idea of just like, I've paid for the house, I've paid for the car, I've right. paid for the food. Yeah. I'm, I've done my job, now I'm going to fuck everything that moves. Yes. Right? And that's no longer acceptable. Right. And no. that's, and more women, one, are being more financially stable and yeah. independent. And as well as that, they don't accept this, um, this new movement, this, sorry, this traditional movement of like what the natural, the, the, a traditional family structure is like anymore. Mm. So what that ha- what what's happening now is that men who are promised, who are told, oh, if you just do all these things, you never have to do anything else. Mm. But because things are changing, people like Andrew Tate, for example, yeah, because this was specifically about Andrew Tate, and I I cannot state how much I hate the fucker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah. Because because but his narrative of telling you no you just need to dominate you just need to make more money you just need to do this because that's essentially what he said he's essentially you know it's it's tradition but an ultra version of that right so that it becomes this almost amplified amplified exactly authoritarian kind of ass kind of thing and it's like well why the fuck would women want that why like Obviously, like you, we essentially they've told us right. what is what they want, and men are and you have dudes like like Tate here yeah. saying like, no, that's not what they want really, yeah, because it still fits into the traditional thing yeah. into the traditional role of a man, mm-hmm. so it's easier to like expand on that role instead of going down another route that's never been carved out for you. Mm-hmm. You, you wanted to say something in regards to what you wanted to use? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I... Uh, I'll right. get to you in a uh, Right. Yeah, I think... So, I'm thinking minutes. about this every day, but I'm also... I also just came back from a wedding, mm. right? Yeah. Uh, one of our friends in comedy, Rina, she just, she just got married. Yes. Went to a reception. Uh, her family is from the state of Negri Similan in mm-hmm. Peninsula, Malaysia. Now, if you don't know about Negri Similan, they're traditionally a matrilineal society. Extremely matrilineal. Which means that the women are the ones who inherit property, not the men. So, first of all, the Minangkabau people are originally from Makassar and Sumatra. There's a big old diaspora of them here. And the kingdom of Negri Smilad is basically Minangkabau in design, by design. Yeah. So, the kings are still men. Yeah. But everybody down below, their right to ascension to to positions in the kingdom's hierarchy follows the mother's line, not the father's, mm, right? Because you you are born into a particular uh, tribe. Are they Muslim? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's so, even more. So that's very interesting. So yeah. this is a very Muslim uh, kingdom. It's very. It's also a very Southeast Asian. It's, but it's a very Southeast Asian. It has area. maintained its. Culture. It still does yeah. because, to a certain degree, because if you go to Nagrismila, they'll ask you, 
which 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 tribe you come from, and it follows the mother's line, not the father's. Yes. Right? That's how the Jews were. That's how the Jews because among... because they know you might be you might belong to any dad if we can't figure him out, but we definitely know who you belong yeah. to, and it's your mom. Yeah. So logically, it would if you want to trace a lineage, it's more reliable to follow your mom than your dad. Yeah. Mm. So the Jews did it for that reason, and I suspect they did this for this reason as well. But that's not really what I'm talking about here. My our friend Rina, she is from that region, and she is also you know very independent woman. Yeah. Mm. Like she works at the she's uh, very well. Off. She's very well. Yeah. She works for the she works for the uh, uh, employee provision fund. Right, she plans, you know, packages, schemes, investments, etc. She just bought herself a, a Mercedes Benz, right? Yeah. And she's like, and yet she's like one of us, like a slasher. Like she, she she makes jokes with us, and we're just like, you have a Merce, like yeah, you know, like yeah. yeah. I'm just, going like, what the fuck I'm doing with my life? <laughs> yeah. No, I, we think about this all the time, right? So you would think that a woman like this would never get married. Mm. But she did, and she did, and she got married to a marine engineer. Mm. Right? Mm. One is a marine engineer, so this is a very successful couple. Why am I talking about this? Because it is an interesting example of how men achieve masculinity in an environment that doesn't prioritize them. Yes, because mm. how do you achieve masculinity in an environment like this? Right, where you don't have to be the where feminism has won. Yeah, yes. basically. Yeah. How do you achieve masculinity? It's very. Have you watched? Uh, have you watched how was it called um, The Raid yes so there's The Raid right and the Kuko Iwais is the main actor but before that he did another movie called Mrantau mm. and nah, so this is the precursor to The Raid in spirit mm. it's also a Silat movie and martial arts it is beautifully choreographed and incredibly like hyper kinetic yeah. very kick ass like, this is stuff Malaysia should be doing, but Indonesia does it much better because they appreciate culture far more than we do. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yes. And they also take true. their faults very nice. They take their well. faults, they admit when they're wrong, yeah. right? Even though they're very, very proud. So the movie is named after a tradition that men go through when they reach of age. Mm. And this is something, even though he's not, you know, this is something that apparently happened to all men, where you essentially have your own hero's journey, yeah. right? One day, my dad achieves age 16, and my grandma, who is a battle axe of a woman and a village matchmaker, and, <laughs> and like memorized every single name in the village so that she could match everybody. Basically, just, you know, the census is in her head. Yeah. Very, very strong woman. Packs his bags, throws them out of the front door, and says, Now you go, Marantau. What's Marantau? You go on a journey and you find yourself and you survive. That's mm. cool, right? That's cool. Like the like the like you're playing a Japanese RPG, Jeez. and you and this really is the fun. village yeah, that yeah. you come out from, and then you go and you go and find yourself. Pack your samurai sword, get yeah. out there, uh, eat, you, eat mushrooms yeah. or whatever you can yeah. in the yeah. ground, and then right. if you if you made it, great. If you didn't, yeah, <laughs> because. It's still a very sort of like conventional gender role sort of thing, mm. right? Where, where now we're so fed up with the toxicity of gender roles, we're trying to just, you know, destroy them. But mm. there are environments where the gender roles are sort of natural and beneficial because they're not, they're not in opposition to each other. Mm. They're cooperative because, mm. because of the women can inherit property, they're already in the perfect position to take care of the house because they own it. 
Yeah. Oh, I know you. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Because that's their it, house. Yeah. So now it's literally so, their house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So obviously you would be a housewife because it's your house. Yeah. Right. And the man's always going to want to wander, so you might as well let him wander. And you do this from a young age, so that he gets really good at wandering, and he goes off. Now, my father, my father said that when he goes diving in far off places in Indonesia. And he's trying to find a place to eat. And in some places, they're not Muslim. There might be animists, Buddhists, yeah. Hindus, whatever. Halal food is very hard to find. Yeah. But there's always a, there's always a, a nasi padang stall. And yes. it's always run by some minang boy who went off and found his way and opened up a business. Jesus, I'm getting chills. Yeah, that's very because he found his way. He yeah. found the this way. is the this is yeah. the this is the beneficial version of men going their own way. Yeah, right. Literally, literally. Yeah. But you have to do it when you're young, and you have to do it in the sense of you are trying to find yourself, not in rebellion to women, but because yeah. you are still growing and you need to evolve that's, as a person. You see, that's something that is now completely missing from mm. today's culture and society. Yeah, I read a book. Actually, quite recently, mm. and it's a, I'm rereading it again. Mm. It's called mm. Iron John. Mm. It's a psychological, not really, a, not, I won't call it a psychology book. It has elements of the psychology sure. in it, uh, Jungian psychology in particular, mm. uh, where I forgot the name of the author. Fuck, Robert Blank? No. Um, I've, I'll, I'll get back to the name of the author later, but he basically goes through the problem of the masculinity in the modern culture and mm-hmm. says how much now people are fucked up right. in their head and he goes through like different societies mm-hmm. and he talks about how men are losing their idea and are actually being raised by their mothers mm-hmm. and they don't have that hero's journey anymore yeah. mm-hmm. um, he talked about a story about this african tribe which mm-hmm. really gave me the chills this mm-hmm. is really brilliant it's a about African tribe that when the kid reaches a certain age, mm. the father will come and take the kid away. Mm. And they go hunting and they go to this secluded place and the kid is not allowed to eat for mm. three to four days. Mm. It is fasting all the time. Right. No water, no food. You can go, be hunt, and he's there with the village elders. Right. Mm. And once he's passed the three days, they all the village elders would take their hand and cut a vein open mm. and pour their blood into a bowl mm-hmm. and then they pass it to the kid. So they all mix their blood into a bowl, mm-hmm. pass it to the kid and the kid drinks from it. Mm-hmm. And that's his initiation into mm-hmm. you're now man. Mm-hmm. You have now, right. you're now, yes, you have, this is your rite of passage. Right. You've, you've been chosen. You've right. been, you've been, you've, you're paying your dues now. Mm-hmm. Your journey has started and now you're becoming something else. Right. And I'm thinking like how many different ways of these Rites of passage are actually involved in a person's life, involved in a man's life, mm. used to evolve, involve in a man's life that are now completely missing, and men are now wandering, but mm. aimlessly. Yeah. You see, your grandmother would throw you out with a bag and says, like, okay, off you go, yeah. and see right. what you can make out of yes. it. Yes. Uh, nowadays, everybody are now kind of like a, the best description I can give is like a cockroach on his back. Right. Yeah, they just yeah. Your yeah, hands yeah. and arms are moving around. What, what, you're, what, you're, you're not, not going, going anywhere. You're not yeah. going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're moving, but yeah. you're not going anywhere, fucker. You better get on your back and get try to get back on your stomach and start moving forward. But yeah. nobody else is doing any movement now. Nobody. Yeah. And it's also looked down upon mm. to do that in any sense. Mm. The 
hero's journey, the the journey for you to become something else mm. is very well much needed. That's why a lot of people now take the hero's journey as the psychedelic right. uh, yes, ritual. Because yeah. yes, yes, yes. that is the closest thing you can get to a transformative experience. Mm -hmm. um, I'm very interested in psychedelics. I haven't done psychedelics. Mm. But mm. I'm very interested in, in it because of that now. Because mm. I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? Going to go bake in a stall or going to be go hunt an animal or what am I going to face exactly? Mm -hmm. uh, and it goes to another thing. The hero's journey always evolved men. Mm -hmm. And I'm not putting down women. Women have their own hero's journey. And mm -hmm. there is a very little bit of controversial philosophy that goes about it, which I'm actually partly agree to it. Mm -hmm. Even the women, even the feminists somewhat mm -hmm. agree to it. Is that men... Like the cockroach on his back who's aimlessly moving around mm. don't have a purpose pre-built in it and that's where the controversy comes in mm. Mm. you don't you have a pair of balls mm -hmm. and a dick mm. you don't have a womb mm. there's no miracle in having a dick yeah there's a miracle in having a womb though. right mm. and Women don't go through that because their entire life revolves around giving birth. And right. I'm not putting down women to the whole five female listeners that I have out there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not putting down women that that's your entire life's purpose. But it's not a very... The thing is, nowadays is being being minimized as something very small. Mm. You, you see people nowadays talk about it. I want to have a baby. Yeah. I'm like, do you want to have a baby or do you want to have a person? Because that's, yeah, that's, that's a very different yeah, thing. Yeah, you're not asking for a puppy, you little fuck. Yeah, <laughs> it's like this isn't... Yeah, that's no, why no. a lot of people are shitty parents because yeah. they thought it would be cute. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. And yes. I'm like, go fuck yourself. That's, that, that thing is going to grow up, become an mm. actual walking thing who might either be a cunt or might or mm. be a, a fantastic person, yeah. depending on how you treat them. Mm. Yes. Uh, and uh, sometimes, of course, uh, what the fate really entails for them. But that's what the woman happened. But they, at the same time, they're ignoring it because now they're seeing like, oh, I gave birth. So what the fuck? Like, right. I, I always thought, I mean, maybe this is this is another way of saying it, I guess. But women have a social structure. Mm. They have, like, I don't, you know, some, some people would argue that, well, no, women fight and they talk back about each other. And mm. yeah, sure, whatever. But at the same time, they, like, from, I, I don't know, maybe it's because they, they can give birth and, and to, a, you know, to a certain standard. But I think, it, I think it's because you, they're surrounded by other women. Yeah. To tell them, like, this is what I've been through. These women are much more community driven. Women are much more community driven, and they talk to each other mm. about problems. Like if mm. something's gone wrong, even like I mean, I have a lot of women in my family, mm -hmm. and it is to it is still something that I hold quite dear when it's like when someone has like a miscarriage, yes. like something horrible yeah. that happens, and when that happens, my yeah. mom will take it upon herself to say, "Come to our house." Mm -hmm. come to our house and then they'll invite the cousins or invite our aunties and we'll like take care of them mm. yes and that is such and i genuinely think that that's part of the problem of why men now are struggling mm -hmm. because, because we don't have a community we don't have a community one mm -hmm. and two we are always reacting to things 
Yeah. We are never, it's never a sense of like, I'm doing this for me. Yeah. It's always, I have a goal. Yeah. I have um, a, a target, an mm. objective, and I'm going to get that. And yeah. if something gets in the way, I'm going to react to that accordingly. Yeah. So it's the same thing with like uh, meets in, in Japan or, yeah, yeah. you know, or Intel's or whatever. It's the same thing. It's like a reaction. But there's no like for you, just by yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you like are you doing work? Are you doing the work for yeah. you? Are you are you looking at how you interact with your family and mm-hmm. thinking like is this okay? And it's not it's not completely our fault. So like it doesn't it, it kind of has something to do with the fact that our dads also were just like no, I don't want to talk to my son. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. This thing like so like when you were saying about like the the African tribe where they like go to the village elders, they have a community. Yeah. yeah, they have this group of men who will be like, "Hey, we've been through stuff, yeah. so I'll let you know." Mm-hmm. But now it's like because of whatever reason, you have a bunch of dads who are never around, mm-hmm. sons raised by their moms, mm-hmm. and they have things that they want to ask that they feel like they can't. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So then you, so people, no matter how much a woman tries, mm-hmm. they cannot fulfill the father's yeah place. And it's it's and it's even even just being like. A you know cisgendered like man mm. to certain aspects of yourself you ask you want to ask your dad yeah because you want to know like hey we're I'm from you dude <laughs> like yeah. I'm half yours I came from your balls man yeah, yeah I'm half yours <laughs> can I know like why I'm so angry all the time yeah like why do I feel like the smallest thing can get to me and they're and they because they haven't gone through that journey no mm. they don't, they don't know. know either they don't know either that that's something that kind of would be interesting for me to see if i lived that long to see it because now we have a bunch of people who were born in 2000s mm-hmm. okay and by now they're 22 years old mm. 20 something years old, they're about 18 years old. And what what will entail for them in, in a sense is that they're most probably gonna find someone who will be willing to have sex with them. Sure. And they will gonna most probably gonna get married and they're gonna pop a kid. Mm-hmm. How that kid is going to be, they're gonna be more lost than our generation is. Because mm. I'm talking about the people who are now because okay, there's a considerable portion of the young what would you call them? Would you call them millennials? Gen, call them? Gen, 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 Z, Z, Gen Z, Gen Alpha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like there's a considerable portion of them are now being raised in a society where they tell you that, okay, uh, there's something called toxic masculinity, which there is yeah, 100%, yeah, yeah. but at the same time, there isn't what, it's not exactly how the feminist movement is packaging it. Mm. Mm. Uh, there is something called it's actually bad to be aggressive mm. uh, it's horrible that you have a dick mm-hmm. and uh, there's no such thing by the way as a gender so you can actually be a man and a woman whenever you like mm. uh, so there's an entire generation of western kids who are not even Eastern, like as we were talking. No identity politics is definitely. Yeah, yeah because it's, it's like, national. why is like all the Korean, like, why do I look at half the Korean K pop stars and think about, well, I want to fuck all of them? Because if, if I just have, if they have, they already have a lipstick on, they look more feminine than, than females. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, if I get drunk one day yeah. and have sex with one of them, I don't count it as gay. But that, that's a question of like traditional masculinity, though. Like, what is. 
what is considered masculine because like the idea of, of what is considered masculine has changed yeah it so, has completely so changed. much so like when we're talking about future generations i don't for me the problem doesn't lie in like um oh gender roles are, are gone like you can be whatever you want that's that's not where the problem lies the problem lies when a kid doesn't understand what he what is. he is feeling exactly mm. Or and and whether we like it or not, women are much more because and maybe because the community minded. Whether we like it or not, women can talk to each other and, and say far more understanding. Of yeah, emotion. like I'm going through something. Yeah, and I just want to talk. I don't want to. I don't want a fucking solution. I just want to talk about this yeah. because I it's I feel like I'm going insane, and I've had moments like that. Right, where I feel like I'm going insane and I'm going crazy, and I go to my dad. And yeah. I and I talk to him about it, and then he tries to give solutions, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's like this is not really a solution thing, because sometimes sometimes so like, for me this this specific um, example was I it was like a career thing, like what I chose to do as a career, and you know struggling with like the idea of like can I can you love something enough to where yeah. you just kind of forget about how little you're getting paid. You know what I mean? Yes. And I went I went to him with that and he just and he just he just said like, well then just get another job. Right. Be happy or get another job. And it's like as correct as you are, I don't think you understand that the reason I'm going through this episode is not because I don't know the solution. It's because both solutions are fucking terrifying. Yes. Right. Either uncertainty, unhappiness with more pay. Yeah. Certainty, but un, but happiness, but no pay at all, yeah. and insecurity in life. And that that fear, that feeling of not knowing, of just being so scared, is such a child thing. It's such a kid thing. Yeah. That when you don't talk about it, you go insane, <laughs> and you like, and you can't blame. Like you have, you have like men now blaming women saying like oh you know they want all these things like what what mm. the fuck do they expect and it's like yeah. bro you don't know these things no, you yeah. don't know what to expect we're all swimming in a vat of soup yeah. and we're hoping that we don't get eaten right this is life now don't act like you know what's going on and a cigar and a bugatti is gonna solve your problems yeah. it's fucking mm. not so I was just trying to write down a list of things that were going through my head as I was listening to two of you talk. And I realized it's very weird, but I will try and make it seem... This is the list. Could you just tell the pod what oh, the list is? Oh, wow. Or, okay, okay, okay. You, all right, read it. It's, it's just three things. It's just three things. But I just, like, there is so little in between the yes. three things. No, no, I'm getting there. Okay. The first is lesbians. Okay. Mm-hmm. The second is Naruto, mm-hmm. okay. which is the biggest, <laughs> which, which is the biggest left turn. Yeah. Uh-huh. But then the third is two spirit people, and I kind of see where you're, you're okay. heading for that. Yeah. So the reason why I bring this up is because when talking about um, the the communicativeness of women with regards to reproduction and having children, that's true in a conventional society. But what if you don't have that? Well, yeah. where do you, where do you see that manifest? I right. Lesbian. Lesbians. <laughs> That's where you see a right? Large <laughs> groups of lesbians, okay? Uh, because in the height of the AIDS epidemic, mm-hmm. right, 
you wouldn't think lesbians would be playing rope. Obviously, they were very involved. They were very, very involved. involved. So what happened was when a lot of the male gays. You know, not the male gays. Then. <laughs> <laughs> male gays. The male yeah. gays. You know, yeah. this is why I don't like the video games in cages of the male gays. And we didn't have a lot more dicks. Now, <laughs> the, so what happened was a lot of the gays were, 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 were just yeah, going through a whole bunch of AIDS. Right? Yeah. A whole bunch of AIDS. A whole bunch of AIDS. You know, just AIDS everywhere. Just man. AIDS, AIDS everywhere. Just, all over just the a whole pile of AIDS on the sidewalk oh, walking man. through it. Just, just terrible. Just like, AIDS on my shoes. Can't shoes. go anywhere. Yeah. Can't go anywhere. on the stool, everything. Can't go anywhere. You got that foreign AIDS, domestic AIDS. God, man. I had to wear boots that night. <laughs> it's terrible. Just three feet of AIDS. Just, just a lot of AIDS coverage. So much AIDS. The, we- the weatherman is just like we're expecting AIDS tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Cloudier, the chance of AIDS. There you go. Just it's the eighties. It's just AIDS. AIDS. Eighties. Eighties. Dear Lord, we're terrible. Um, um, so yeah, right. And a lot of it was because uh, they were just keeping quiet over the fact that this was a thing. Yeah. Reagan was telling the CDC to shut the fuck up. Yeah. I don't know if you find this uh, uh, familiar now, um, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, but but th- th- that was that, right? And so AIDS everywhere, AIDS everywhere. So what happened was um, the they needed blood transfusion. Yeah, because when you get HIV, it just eats away at your white blood cells, and now you need red blood cell. You need blood transfusion to keep it up. So, but no one would give blood to a gay person in the eighties. No one would give a job to a gay person in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nowhere, no. You know, everybody was in denial over the fact that Elton John was gay. It was ridiculous. Like, everybody's in- Elton John. Don't forget oh, yeah. about that. The guy with the feather boa and the star glasses. Yeah, he's straight. Oh, my God. It's fucking Liberace. Yeah. Yeah, you think he's gay? Oh, my God. Yeah, I is forgot he, about oh Liberace. Oh, my God. Is he gay? We were, what the, the fuck, fuck do you think? Dude, if, you, if, you, if you fucking tap his shoulder, 10 cocks will fall out of his ass. <laughs> <laughs> if you tap his shoulder, 10 clocks would fall out of his ass. Yeah. That, is a, that is a good That's way a to good describe yeah. like, For the longest, like, for the longest, even Freddie Mercury, like, everybody was just like, is he gay? Is who is he this straight? big mustache dude who's always yeah. like cuddling him in the crowd? You mean the guy who looks like a Turkish tiny bodybuilder? Yeah, yeah. The guy who looks like Saddam Hussein's double. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who looks like he plays Stalin in a gay porn parody. The that guy, dude? The yeah. guy who outlived AIDS by 20 years. Yeah. That one? AIDS, AIDS. I don't, I don't think AIDS, he just died of natural causes. Yes. He still had AIDS, yeah. but fuck it. <laughs> I need somebody to not give me AIDS. <laughs> just, just something. I mean, he really did. He really, he really did, you know. Anyway, so, yeah. So here's the interesting thing. The women stand up, and it's not, you know, women who are just shooting babies up from between their legs. It's just, just, just lesbians, yeah. you know. Let's you know that's the that's the reason the L is first before the G exactly the LGBT right because, why because so many so it was blood transfusions and it was lesbian nurses um, because nurses would all would also refuse to give care to gay yeah. people yeah 
So it used to be it used to be G first, but then um, they kind of decided I don't know in a WhatsApp group or whatever they yeah. kind of decided <laughs> no, in no, a no, Telegram. No. Yeah. It's a lot of gays and, and lesbians. Around. And they kind of decided that like to honor them, we're gonna, we're gonna put the L first before right. gays. So LGBT. Right. Oh, how nice. Cool. So yeah. so you see that component of like nurturing and taking care of people, yes. right? And it's and you would. And you would, it's got nothing to do with reproduction. It's all about, we understand this system. How it's outside it's to, of you. Yeah, it's outside of you. We, commu- you know, we, we communicate, we know each other, we know how to take care of it. This is what we do. We're very good at that, right? You're not nurturing an individual, you're nurturing the whole. Mm. That's why my grandmother, though illiterate, was also the village matchmaker, because she memorized everything. Um, uh, there was the study about how... Um, Male babies and, and female babies react to, to like a, a barrier, right? Mm. A male baby will just shove it until he can't shove it anymore. A female baby will shove it, stop, and then cry. And a lot of thing, people think that's because it's weak. But the crying is simply because that's the only thing she can say at the time. She's asking for help, mm. right? Because she's getting the adult oh. to push it down for you. So the first instinct of the girl baby is to communicate when there is a that's problem. That's so much smarter than <laughs> actually. That's why men oh, okay. suck. That's yeah. why we die so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> we keep shoving things until it shoves back and we die. Yeah. We don't even ask each other. No. Yeah. So I, I like this idea. In this one version of like the Avengers, there's a version of Iron Man who is a woman, mm. right? And she's in a suit, right? Because mm. and she's marrying Captain America because, of course, of no, course no, no, no. who doesn't want to bone Captain America? But in my head, I thought that was wrong. That's not the way to depict uh, a female Tony Stark. It would be a lesbian Tony Stark. No, no. Here's the thing: it's not in the gender, or it's not in the orientation, it's in the tech. Because I suspect that a female Tony Stark wouldn't make a suit. Because because of because if we go by this logic, she'd make a bunch of drums. Because she communicates and she that would be cool. Right. As fuck. So she's that. not the main she's not the main combative force. No. Tony Tark is very self centered. So all of the devices are on him. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. the female would actually create something that makes her work a lot easier and yes, so she, keep her out of danger. Exactly. She would distribute the offensive and defensive capabilities. Terrifying. Can like you imagine that, like a swarm of Iron Man drones? Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So that's how a Especially when she's on her period. You're making the period joke? Okay, I'm going to nuke you and everything you love. Right. Guys, it's that yeah. time of the month. Yeah. <laughs> Get to the bunkers. <laughs> uh, yeah. The Cold War was so yeah. much more warm. <laughs> <laughs> Captain America shows up with like all of the chocolate and then just backs away slowly. It's okay. Yeah, say what you will about her. She had a mean flow. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> of bullets. Uh, but <laughs> so the, this is what I'm talking about lesbians, right? So what the hell does this have to do with that? What Naruto. the fuck does this have to do with Naruto? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We forgot the second point. Yeah. Yeah. What does Naruto have to do with you? I'm using Naruto because number one, it's pertinent to the issue. Number two, there's probably a bunch of neats and incels listening to this right now. <laughs> and I'm proposing a solution to all of you. All right. This is what this podcast is gonna be. We're gonna we're gonna fix neatness and incelness yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In the end of Naruto, what uh-huh. was revealed was that 
both him, the main character Naruto, and his main enemy, this dude called Sasuke, who's an edge lord, yeah. essentially, like some emo fuck. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's not. Let's not go. Let's yeah, not go too far Sasuke. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're oh. a Sasuke fan. <laughs> just, just, is that why you have a bond? <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez, that makes a lot. Oh, that makes two. That makes two edge lords I'll be roasting today. Oh, oh boom! Okay. I saw my parents die. Fuck off. <laughs> Pussy. I mean, okay, okay. Here's the thing. In the in the end, it's revealed that these two are, are descendants of, or rather. They are reincarnations of the first two people who were like them, and they were the sons of yeah, yeah, where yeah. all the powers come from, mm. right? The Sage of the Six Path. That's where all of the magic powers of the ninjas of this story come from. And um, one of them was was naturally talented, and he emphasized power over everything else, even though he was deeply in love with everything else. But he wouldn't let his ego allow that, so he just said that the most important thing is power, right? Mm. And he was self-sufficient and incredibly powerful and very, 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 very skilled. Mm-hmm. Right? Everything came easily with him. The other son was just hopeless. Like, he can't do jack shit. So what does he do? He acts for help. Mm-hmm. And in his hero's journey, he goes from one person to another looking for somebody to teach him stuff that he can't do by himself. And all the way, he attracts teachers and mentors and allies and friends and a found family and when they finally come to blows at the final chapter of that story mm-hmm. the guy the 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 inferior son wins because he's not just carrying all of the burden on himself he has sure. a collection of all of these other people's contributions to his strength, right? All the wisdom that he gets. All the wisdom that he gets. It's not even his power. He has a spirit that's, that's possessed him, and he's like the first one to acquire it, right? <laughs> he's borrowing power from somebody else to yeah. defeat a guy who's naturally talented. This is not a classical hero. Yeah. He is an underdog by default, and he achieves a level of power that he, by right, should not be having mm. or even deserves, but he begs for it. He beg, he bows his head and begs for it along the entire way. And that is a thing that we as men can't do. No, right? that, that's like the successful, like, the, what, I mean, I, I don't know if we talk about this, but the right. whole idea of a successful artist versus a talented artist is... Because a lot of people kind of assume, like, um, oh, talent is the thing. If you have talent, you, you must be born with this talent. Yeah. It's like this naturally gift, naturally born gift right. given to you. And yeah, that gets you to a certain extent. Right. Yeah. But if you just rely on that, that is all it gets you. That's as far as you go. That's as far as you go. And the person who is, quote unquote, weaker. Yeah. Who chooses to work, who chooses to ask, who chooses to struggle and beg and go through all this pain yeah. just so they can, you know, own, not you don't even own this, but like have it for themselves, not anyone else, just for themselves, is always the better person. Yeah. yeah. They're always the better artist. They're always yeah. the, the more successful one because they're just... Yeah. And I think they're, more, they're the ones who are more, have most humility. Yeah, yeah. Compared to the one who has the most talent, even in the case of Naruto. Yeah. Naruto is the one who's like goofing around, everybody yeah. loves them, like yeah, yeah. Uh, Sasuke is a arrogant prick who's yeah. just always silent, yeah. And yeah, yeah. just quiet, right. his thing, and doesn't give a shit about others. Right. Uh, but there's also like the a good example of this, by the way, would come with like, and you know the artist people. Yeah. 
people crap people crap yeah he's a 3d artist that uh, you know him right yeah yeah he actually recently got more famous because he sold an artwork collage of all of his 15 years work okay uh for 63 million 68 million dollars okay that's what's up on as an nft Mm -hmm. he was he was the guy who kind of i think made the nfts explode in a sense uh he basically did this series called dailies uh he started doing one 3d art (laughs) artwork a day that's insane (laughs) some of them very complex some of them less complex and some of them actually are i'll be honest with you his work is not really good yeah, but it's not about that. But the, the thing is, he ha- he learned a lot, a yeah. shit ton, but now he reached a place that is all about, like, he just, like, basically downloads 3D o- objects and then makes mm. a collage out of it okay. and posts that up every day. He makes these compositions and all that. But he did that every day mm-hmm. for 15 fucking years. He didn't miss one day. He, the only time he missed it was, like, uh, two months ago. He missed... Mm-hmm. One day that it was like 12 a.m., mm-hmm. 12.01 a.m. that he, he messed up by a couple of minutes. That's insane. Oh, that's a, that's, that was the only time he broke the chain. That's right. insane. So yeah. he is a guy who practiced a shit ton mm. and is actually a very cool dude to be around. Mm. Mm. But is he a most talented and good? Is he a good artist? No, no. I've seen, I've seen artists oh, yeah. that yeah. is produces something that you're like, oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. Like Dali is one one of the people you Salvador Dali, you know the yeah. painter. Yeah, he is a guy. My brother uh, used to be an artist, a great artist as well. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, he used to paint a lot before he becomes a PhD professor. Pretentious bastard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah fuck you with your education <laughs> and your successful career. Oh, toxicology, my ass, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, I know. Let's not piss off the dude who knows toxicology. I know chemicals. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The, I know Coca Cola and Sprite go well together too. <laughs> but it's like yeah. he, a brilliant artist, and he had this uh, idea. So that the Dali art became apex of what it could be with right. Dali, mm-hmm. and then nobody has ever done anything outside of that. Maybe right. well, like uh, Francis Bacon, maybe, but. That's as far as it mm-hmm. goes. And Dali is a person you look at and you're like, okay, this person was born with something. Yeah. yeah. Very I think that's fair. Yeah. yeah. And at the same time, he put a shit ton of practice and mentors. Yes. Like, he had mentorship yeah. as well. So imagine having the luxury of both of these things. And that's when you become a Dali. Because, yeah. like, I would even say Dali had the, is the only artist that I looked at one of his artwork and I gasped. Like mm. gas, like I was like punch. Somebody punched me in the stomach. Like, <gasps> yeah. Like yeah. that was, right. is a very actually everybody who saw that one picture he created had the same thing, which is a a, a picture of above view of Jesus on a cross. Right. That first you see Jesus, then as your eye because it's like perspective to right. the center. Right. As your eyes goes towards his feet, it actually goes into a horizon on a dawn. Mm. <sighs> and you're like. So it takes you a second to understand what the fuck you're trying to see. And then you see it, you just go. (laughs) And that's a religious experience. But now that's an example of a man Mm. who had mentorship, a shit ton of arrogance, Mm -hmm. mentorship plus practice. I think the man talent. And And now that's something that no, I don't see anybody having today. You know what I think? 
I think that's why the psychedelic thing is so popular now. Mm. Because the arrogance stops you. The natural arrogance that you get of like, no, I can do it. Like there's, I mean, there's different kinds of confidence, right? There's confidence of like, no, I'm going to keep doing this. Even if I suck, I'm going to keep doing this. But there's also the arrogance of like, I know everything. And I I need to learn more. Yeah. And I would argue the psychedelic thing Mm-hmm. because of the ego death because i've i've personally you know done the whole lesson and tried sure, to sure. figure things out right mm-hmm. and the the idea is like a, yeah nice and the like we uh acid nice yeah okay. i'm sure still not yet um but the the ego death that you get and the the because it's really it's really interesting because you get so much stimuli uh-huh. that's coming from kind of just you yeah, you because if you close your eyes, you're still getting the visuals, you're still getting like the thoughts, yeah, and you realize that you are in your own body, and yet you have no control about what's gonna happen, mm. and that kind of like, hey fucker, you do not know as much as you think you know, yeah, and I would argue like that's kind of the reason that a lot of people are starting to move that towards that direction for like learning and stuff mm. because. To learn that you are shit is weirdly, like, humbling. Hum, it's humbling, but it's also central to learning. Yes. To learning, to know that I don't know everything, so I'm going to learn. Yeah, that's always mm. when, when the moment of learning is when you agree and admit to yourself that you don't know anything. Yeah. Mm. If you go there with an ego, you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely that. No. Sorry, two spirit people. No, 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 no. Actually, oh, no. It is in line with a lot of other things because trying to think of, yeah, we're moving towards psychedelics. A lot of people are moving towards, I mean, they're for, for fuck's sake, it's becoming legalized a lot of places mm-hmm. because there's good money money into it. Is I would even say that the internet, for example, with the prime example of everything, everything is internet. It's the first thing you check in the morning. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, has taken away the excitement of surprise, which is a very key thing. You don't believe mm, how important it is. Yeah. Surprise, mm. it means that you saw something you didn't expect to see. Mm. Now, internet took that away. Mm. Which, by, by that I mean, for example, look at the, one of my favorite books, The Alchemist. Mm. Everybody has read it. Everybody has loved it because everybody has saw themselves as the shepherd mm. who is going to take go to the pyramids. Right. The shepherd had never seen the pyramids before. Right. How many thousand pictures of pyramids have you seen? Yeah. No, yeah. Oh, and yeah, when you yeah, get to yeah, the yeah, now, yeah. if I decide to go to the pyramids, do you think I'll be surprised that, I, that they're there? Then I'll be like, if I see the pyramids today, my reaction would be like, oh, the, the, the pyramids. You'll probably, be, if anything, it'll be the size element. But like, yeah, outside that, that, of that's that. That's as far as it goes. Outside of that, you're, you're still aware. Yeah. Imagine around, everybody yeah. being like, hey, there is this place. Nobody knows how anybody created it. It's this ginormous uh, pyramid. It, 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 three pyramids are there. You don't know how they create. It's created. They're like, what do you mean three pyramids? Like, big. Like, oh, as big as my house? No, mm-hmm. bigger. bigger. But that's as far as they, they, they can describe it to yeah. you. And then you have to go through this shit journey to get to the place that you want to be. And then you experience the majesty of the world. Yes. And therefore, yes. even, the, like, even the journey there is... 
it is going to teach you something because yeah. now you you're standing in front of this and be like that's a pyramid and i don't know who created it now if i go to the pyramids i'll be like okay there's uh, joe rogan talked about this shit done uh i'll go there be like okay that's the uh, aliens probably are gonna be here the, mm-hmm. somebody took dmt here and that's all that's my my mm. head is not going to be in the majesty of it because it's already seen it didn't mm. someone take didn't someone do a porn near the pyramids or like i i, I know because man. If, i you know heard, but like it, that, that goes, they got, i think they got arrested they might have gone arrested but like that goes to the point of like <laughs> to the thing of like <laughs> no very nice segue <laughs> like no surprise <laughs> like we've we've been to everywhere and we've yeah. done everything Yes. And what but so psychedelia offers you this world yeah. of your own imagining yes. that doesn't exist. That's why people want that now because there's a surprise into it because mm-hmm. then you might get something more. Mm-hmm. And surprise is as is is more than you giving gifts to your loved no, one. No, no. Yeah. Surprise is that there is this like hey you think you saying everything take a look at this now. Surprise mm-hmm. is a dream. Yes. Yeah, surprise is is a lot. Yeah, I think this is the reason why a lot of us do comedy or like comedy because when you think about it, every punchline is a surprise. Yes. Right. Yeah. You can't. The punchline doesn't work unless you unless you don't see it coming. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so a lot of the things that we enjoy watching, whether it's a plot twist and a drama, whether it's a punchline and a comedy, whether it's you know the magic trick finally showing itself. Yeah, yes. That's always this element of surprise. You need that little light bulb to go off, yeah, yes. just to keep yourself healthy. Because otherwise, you are you are stuck in a pattern of mundanity that is so un- inescapable. Yes, you have you you lose the ability to to uh, to have faith in your ability to be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. you get jaded. That's in a way that's kind of what depression is: the inability to to. The inability to stimulate yourself in such a way that you've never been stimulated before. Exactly. Mm. Right. And it, this this still ties to the masculinity. Or, yeah. Because, well, yeah. Because we're not that I think that the listeners will be like, did they go off topic? Like, no, we're still no. kind of on this because you're like, expected to know as a man. Yeah. You know that? Like, yeah. men don't ask directions because you're expected to know right. where you're going. Right. You're expected to know what's the end of this. You're expected yeah. to have the answers. Yeah. And it's very unmanly even to say, I don't know. I have no idea what I'm I doing. I have no idea. One okay. exception. My dad. Because my dad, okay. This is where it's reversed. Because my mom will never ask directions and she thinks it's just beneath her. <laughs> right? She's just like, I'm not going to ask some ruffian where the house is. I will find this myself. My dad, on the other hand, is just like, we're stuck in a village somewhere. We don't know yeah. where everything is. Ah, and he's just pulling out, pulling, pull, not pulling out, but pulling to the side. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, this is a very <laughs> He's just pulling out. out. <laughs> His pull-out game is yeah, off the charts. He's off the charts. He's only got four <laughs> kids. Uh, <laughs> back in the day when people used that 15, just yeah. immaculate. No. Uh, <laughs> the pull-out game with this man. The pull-out oh, game oh, with this man. man. Phenomenal. He should have been in badminton. <laughs> so anyway, he pulls to the side uh, and winds on the window. Just ask some random stranger where this thing is, and uh, uh, he's not pulling up. But 
But he, he asked the question. He asked yeah. the question, and that's just yeah. the thing, yeah. right? You, and the rest of us are like, you could just do that. Yeah, oh, dude. oh, no. oh, we can just. I could just ask somebody. Yeah, if you if you, you don't speak, know, yeah. if you don't know, like okay. I mean, my dad knows local lingo, so it's like, hey, do you know where the the pullout lodge is or whatever it is? He's <laughs> going. Out I pull over late, now. I'm, I'm late pull for my I'm late pullout for, Tuesday. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I need to go to the uh, uh, Jizz Outside of Tron. Um, it's an EDM concert. Uh, that was funny, but subtle. Yeah, Jizz yeah. <laughs> <laughs> outside. Jizz no. outside of Tron. Yeah, coming Tron. outside. Yeah. <laughs> Right, so, but, but that's just the thing. I'm my, coming now, I'm going. Yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> Man comes and goes. Yeah. Um, he's, he's just, he, he's... That's he, a good thing. That's a good thing. Mm. The man doesn't have much of an ego, really. Yeah. I mean, he, he he's married to my mom. You can't have... Yeah, you can't yeah, have, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. you want to achieve ego, then try getting yelled at by your mom because you forgot the groceries. It's just, yes, yeah. yes. But, but it's this thing of where, because... Everybody kind of looks at him and underestimates him because he's like five foot three, and no one knows he's like a he runs a navy base, right? So he can just be like, "I'm just an ordinary dude." Hello, hi, just incognito life, right? Yeah, just like I can because that means he can be as to a Chad wannabe. Yeah, he can be as beta looking as he wants because he knows that if if you try something with him, he will make a phone call and your house will be bombarded by a battleship. He doesn't <laughs> give a shit. Yeah. Right? But, <laughs> um, and, and that's just the thing. But he's always just looking out just for people to mm. ask a question about. Mm. Right? You said your dad runs a Navy base? He, he was. Yeah. He was a military guy. He was in the Navy there. Reserves. Navy right? Reserves, okay. He, because he was a reserve, he was only a captain. But if he was a regular <coughs> Navy man, he would have been an admiral, mm-hmm. right? So um, the Navy base in my hometown yeah. is where all the other reservists come to train. Yeah. Right. So the whole country, all of them come to train there yeah. every now and then. So he's in charge of quite a bit of shit, a lot of logistics involved there. Mm. So not exactly a small fry gentleman. No, 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 no. no, you know. But you know, you look at him in in, in he doesn't real look life. Like, yeah. No, he's in his like t- torn shorts, shorts, yeah. and his like torn singlet. He's right? a, yeah, he's a very unassuming. Very unassuming. That's man. actually something that you're mentioning here. Uh, the the masculinity now. Yeah. It has morphed in a yes. sense that it's much more. In the case of Andrew Tate, for yeah. example. Which I don't blame his lifestyle. Like, oh, sure, go ahead if that's what you're yeah, into. Yeah. Uh, more power to you, man. <laughs> but the thing about him is that now masculinity is more about I'm going to show I'm masculine. Yes. Rather than I am masculine. Right. Like, a beta masculine person like your father. Mm-hmm. I won't call, call him beta. I'm just saying it's like. like he looks he, like, yeah. Someone who is unassuming is yeah. much more scarier to me than someone who oh, pretends. Because now I am seeing a lot more people being like i remember like i know this guy whose entire life revolves around looking machismo right when he walks 
he walks like in a military. He has never been to the military, but right. yeah. he walks like a military guy. Ah, okay. Like with his arms never, touch his yes, side. Never yeah. smiles. Just carrying watermelons down the road. Yes. Invisible watermelons. Yeah. Never smiles. Yeah. And like I'm not a tough guy, but I was looking at him. I was like, I can beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a tough or a strong person per se, yeah. but I was like, if it goes down, I can kill you. <laughs> and I and I started laughing. I actually started laughing because I was laughing at how he would. This is a very weird thought I had. I was laughing at how he would scream as I bite his face. <laughs> <laughs> and then you pull out. <laughs> <laughs> Call back, guys. Yeah, he's well, a you know, like, professional. Because yeah. I realized that because he was so in his head, yeah. like he would walk and he would do 90 degree turn. Oh, and he would like, and never smiles. He always like, he had like, you know, the eyebrows always oh, on, oh, on, no. on the frown, a yeah. gold chain. I was oh, looking geez. at them and, and my brother, even as I told my brother, I, I described them to my brother. My brother knew, knew him from before. Yeah. I said, like, oh, that fucking guy. Yeah. 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 he's like this really trying to be that and I was like I think I can beat the fuck out of him like, you think you can the amount of energy he's burning trying yeah. to look tough Oh no! He's gonna yeah, so true. Yeah, just take a like, t- just take a corkscrew into his shin or something. Like, <laughs> I think that's the thing. Could be like and now. It's that now. It's now that. it's a giga chat. It's yeah. a giga chat. Now yeah, it's yeah, Andrew yeah. Tate. I'm, like he's smoking with the fucking sunglasses indoors. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I like, hate that shit. And I'm looking at this guy. And by the way, he is masculine to a point. Like sure, he, he was. He was, he was a fucking, boxer. Like, he was, he yeah. was a very good kickboxer. Yeah, like a renowned uh, right. kickboxer. If you told me that he would, if, if if you told me that Andrew's whole shtick was some kind of weird Borat level sort I, of like I'm not gonna lie, that's what I thought it was. Yeah. The, uh, here's one thing. I think it's his brand. Right. I had seen him like break character and laugh. Yeah. It is his brand because yeah. he has opened started an academy. Right. Where you get Jesus certified. Fucking right. Where he teaches people. But then right. he becomes certified. And right. then because the reason he overtook very smart. Yeah. Give credit where credit is due. No. That guy is he. He believes in ninety percent of what he says. Sure, but the, what sure. you showcase at the same time, like because I like his because he knows how to market it. Right, yeah. it's his personality. Right, mm. and uh, one of the geniuses that he, if you become part of his academy, become certified, you can actually start your own YouTube channel under his name. Uh, and so he has, a, and then you earn money from the views you get, and you get a percentage of it. Uh, uh, and some percentage of it goes to him. I see. That's why uh, there is a trillion different Andrew Tate channels now. That's all insane. distributing his videos, turning things to clips for him. That like he created an ecosystem that basically feeds itself. That's like you know, you know like <laughs> now they're explaining it. That explains why his persona is the way it is. Because if you talk to boys yeah. who don't know what they're doing and yes. who who are struggling, yeah. and then you give you give this guy this figure yes. who's supposedly like solid and everything, yeah. and he gives you an academy. Yeah, that's a mentorship. Yeah, yeah, that's what you look for. Like, oh my god, you're gonna teach me? You're gonna teach me? I know, I know, I know things right. now. And then and and the, and but he, you're always working for it. Yes, you and right. that's the thing. Is it's still yeah. it's yeah. still this cyclical, like reactionary yeah. thing of like I'm going to do do something for you or yes. for someone else. Yeah, it's not it's not this other self um, journey to the self of like 
No, I want to know what the fuck is up with me. I, yeah. I want to know like how right. I am, like what, why I'm like this, yeah. my identity and everything. It's still fitting into a box, but it's yeah. just a box that's not from you now. Yes. Yeah. It's also, this is what happens when the desperate need for a mentor figure in your life yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. is combined with like the most shameless expression of capitalism. Yeah. Yes. Because yes. now what you get, that's what happens when you get an MLM. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Because that's, he said, that people are very desperate to find a way to, to make their life stable, whether it's money, whether it's knowledge. And this is masculinity. It's and an this MLM is based on masculinity. It's a, it's a masculinity. It's multi-level masculinity is what it is. Yes. It's yeah. an MLM. Well, yeah. Somehow worse. Mm. And this is what happens because you get money, the need for money uh, and uh, combined with the need for self. Yeah. And now what happens? You think you're selling yourself on YouTube yeah. because a bunch of 13, 14 year olds, everybody wants to be a YouTuber. Now, mm, pretty much. Right. Mm. That's perfect. That's what happened with the, the Logan Brothers Academy and shit, right? Back in the- Dude, what is up with YouTubers starting academies? That's it's a great, it's a it's a great way to make money. It's yeah. a, no, I know it's a great way to make money, but god damn, what? Like, it's saying, I don't, I don't know about every, this. But here, like, this is the thing. Everybody, because here's a, well, number one. Things have turned a little bit weird because you see a lot of people becoming something for nothing. Sure. And then they become something bigger than what they even started with. Logan Paul, for example. Yeah, like like they, the guy who would do 180s in front yeah. of the uh, yeah. different stuff. Including right. the they were not expecting... They were not they're expecting what they're going to become. And sure. then they became something big. And then everybody wants a piece of that. I, want, I, I would love to wake up one day and not work for a living. Mm-hmm. I would like to wake up one day and the video that I made nine months ago is going to make the same amount of money every month because people are keep viewing it. Sure. And the video is what, what am I doing? I'm doing 180 in front of a course. I'm doing 180 in a train, uh, in a train. Mm. Uh, I'm, and of course he kept at it, mm. but, uh, then it becomes that you kind of go like, well, there's a market. People want stuff from me. And the thing is, everybody wants to know, how did you do it, man? Mm. Hey, Logan, how did you, how did you do it? And that's, and I think that's, and that's where the academy comes in because yeah. he thinks like, the I can ca- sell it to you. The academy is the is the snake oil. That's the snake oil. The snake and all of them are going to say the same thing to no, you. Determination. Wake oh. up at four. Yeah. Oh my God. I wake up at four. Jerk off one time a week. No fat for two years. No <laughs> or I don't Eat know. elk. Eat elk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Smoke DMT for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like <laughs> ultimately snake oil. Uh, you're going to pull that image up uh, in the distance over there. Uh, let, it, let it already watch it. Yeah. It's, yes. Yeah. It's, it's snake oil. <laughs> yeah. It's but it's, it's not like, it would be weird. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, like again, credit where credit is due. They're making money off a market that exists. Yeah. Right? right. But it is snake oil. Yes, because yes. the frankly, if people were asking you like, "How did you do it? How did you get that big so quickly?" and he just went, "I don't fucking know." Exactly. Yeah. I have no nobody is gonna come out and say I don't know. But that's the thing, and I genuinely think that like, if if more men yeah. just started saying, "Hey, man, 
I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I have no idea how we got here. Yeah, there's this uh, very famous YouTuber called iPatch, Super iPatch Wolf, right? <laughs> it's a great example. Like, like if you just, if people were just like, I don't know. Yeah. That would be. I don't think it would solve problems, but it would it would it would, it would connect make, people in the sense of people like, feel all right. Let us let us find out together. Oh. So Super iPatch Wolf had a one particular video. Uh, you know, lashing out at all of these YouTube uh, gurus that are out there trying to teach people how to get big on YouTube. And he points out something that's very interesting and he feels bad for doing it because he's a good, nice boy, <laughs> you know, from Ireland. It's very good. But he's he points out that none of these gurus have that many views themselves. Mm-hmm. And he he doesn't understand why people don't see that either. But it's a whole bunch of people preying on people who desperately want to be big on YouTube. And there are countless people out there who have been on this platform for like 10, 15, you know, five years. And their views sometimes don't even go past 100. Yeah. Or if you're on Twitch and sometimes there's just no one watching you. Yeah. You've gotten dressed up. You've gotten the, you've gotten the, 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 the camera, oh, yeah. the background, the, the bisexual lighting. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Then. You right. didn't say gay lighting. Yeah. <laughs> the, bisexual. the bisexual lighting, the thong, and the bulletproof vest at the same time. You know, whatever your gimmick what is. What is the bisexual lighting? It's purple. It's blue and pink at the same time. Yes. yes. In the oh background. my yes. <laughs> The bisexual lighting. Yeah. Oh, it man. is iconic. That's actually really true. Every Twitch channel I saw now is like, like I'm having a flashback. Yeah, yeah. Because you've seen it a million times. Yes. Bisexual lighting. Same that's what setting, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's great. It's cool. We go both ways. Um, but, and, and there's no one to see you and you have to like deal with that. And the, the problem is that some people, sometimes you just get lucky and the world is chaos and there's yeah. really no, you have to be okay with that. Do you yeah. think that's, do you think that's part of something? Cause I, I noticed this, like someone said it as well, that we don't have hobbies. I think you mentioned That's it. true. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have hobbies anymore. Yeah. And I think that like kind of relates to this because for you to do something and, and maybe this was just me in school, but like, I remember you, if you were to do something like a hobby. Yeah. You needed to be fantastic at it, yeah, for it to be justified in the eyes of others. Yeah, true. And if your identity is directly correlated to other people's opinions of you, yeah, you're fucked. You're fucked. You yeah. can't do any. You can't try anything. Right. You can't. Um. You can't fail at things that you can. Like you should be able to try twelve things, fail at nine. And it's a good thing. Yeah. Do you know the uh, obsessed girlfriend meme? Yes. Yes. The yes. girl who became who was the obsessed girl uh, girlfriend meme. Yeah. yeah. She went through a long depression just because of that. Mm. Because she became very famous because of that picture. Yeah. yeah. And everybody were asking her, so what do you want to do? Right. Everybody, do every event that they would, she would go through, people were like, oh, this is this great YouTuber. And now she she's suddenly in a momentum that she didn't know existed. Yeah. Right. Because she started a hobby, but then suddenly she's in this, riding this wave. And now everybody like, how, what, what are you going to do? And she, she got depressed as fuck and she closed down her YouTube channel. Yeah. She, she retired from YouTube. Yeah. Rightfully so. Because mm-hmm. now she's like, 
Because everybody are expecting her to know, and she doesn't fucking know. Right, you can't. And, you should, and YouTube won't tell you. YouTube, no, won't, YouTube tell won't tell you. you. Because people won't tell you. People won't tell you. You have a whole bunch of people who really love you, and, yeah. whole, and then a small, really hate you, and really, really hate you for reasons you know you barely understand. You barely. <laughs> modern science cannot explain. And you know you're doing well, and then suddenly you just have a little dip. And then you're suddenly asking yourself, this is in the Super iPad wall video. Why is the check suddenly smaller? What did I do wrong? Yeah. Why am I suddenly wrong? It's the social media effect. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're, you're seeing everyone just be beautiful. Yeah. And and you're wondering, why, why am I not? No. Why am I not that? Why, yeah. why am I not this thing that right. is fake? Yeah. And weirdly, we all know it's fake, but yeah. you're still asking yourself. It is. It is the acceleration and amplification of that thing that already happened in society where you're comparing yourself to the have-nots. But now you cannot escape comparing yourself yeah. because it is being forced on your throat. It was bad enough yeah. when your parents were telling you, hey, did you hear about your cousin who got straight A's? Yes. Hey, did you hear about your, yes. your, your brother? He's getting married. Did you hear about this person? Why aren't you like this? Yeah. Why aren't you like this? Oh, it's everything. Yeah. Now, everything. YouTube is your parent and it's doing the exact same thing. It's the worst thing you can do to your kid, by the way, when you yeah. compare him to somebody absolutely. else. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I think, yeah, I think my mother did that to me once. And I, in, even as a, as a kid, I knew that was fucked up. And I was like, you don't ever fucking do that to me again. Yeah. <laughs> I, I literally told her that. Yeah. I was like, never, ever say yeah. that to me again. I'm never going to be compared with anybody else. Right. I remember, I remember being. Because I knew how toxic that it's going to be. Like, right. I mean, that's a smart thing. Yeah, yeah, like I was like 13 or 12 or something. Oh, like, and I heard it and I was like, I've, I, I, maybe I've seen it in the film. Mm -hmm. Because I, I learned most of my things from, from as we, my, as as we do now. Yeah. Uh, our fathers won't work jack. So <laughs> it's just kind of, and our fathers don't know what the fuck. My, my father was learning with me watching the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, no, wait, wait, is that how you make a noose? <laughs> 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 of course. You're, you're, you're completely right. I mean, like, I, I got I got this younger, so I didn't know it was bad. Yeah. When I was in primary school, so this was like when I was seven years old. Yeah. They would show us the grades that we got in comparison to other people and the list. Oh, yeah. Right. They like, did. who was die die top student. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Like, yeah. you want to be a top That's student. Kind of the right. Right. And, like, I was, like, I was second or third. Yeah. And I just remembered my parents jamming it into me. It's like, you just have to work that little bit harder. You're only second or third. Yeah. And just having that go on again and again and again every year, second or third, second or third, yeah. not realizing yeah. that like, hey, I'm fucking second and third. Like, <laughs> you know, like, it's good enough. It's good. Like, why am I, why am I reach? Why am I like, I'm not saying don't reach for the stars. Reach for the stars. Yeah. But also understand like, hey, you're, you're doing okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, and like, I feel like we've missed that. I feel like we've, we've genuinely moved away yeah. from people just telling, like, I hate when people say this, when they say, when they say like, oh, like millennials are the, are the partic participatory. A participation. Participation trophy. trophy. Yeah. 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 The generation of participation trophies. Yeah. yeah. I don't completely agree with it. Yeah. But I do understand yeah. why telling a kid, hey, it's okay to be you. It's a good thing. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. you're wondering, oh, but like all these millennials don't want to work as hard anymore. And it's like, yeah, because they know what self-worth looks like. 
Yeah. They value themselves enough to not kill themselves over a job that will replace them the moment they die. Pretty much. Right. Yeah. So, just a sidetrack before you go to say, did your parents compare you to the other, like, when you say, like, what would the other, like, they kind of only show you to, not the other kids, family members. Like, what would the, oh, yeah, yeah, all the time. Oh, yeah.
No. <laughs> my oh, my dad is, oh, is the It's like he knows the, how to drive a knife into yeah, between the ribs. Yeah, man. <laughs> Slow fucking. Because you knew I only got like I only got a, a handful of A's, right? Just yeah. a small one. My my brother obviously got full. Right. right, full scholarship, everything. <laughs> He knew I knew. <laughs> I knew he knew. Yeah. We both knew we knew each other. Yeah. And still, you want to guess what crazy God? I'm, yeah. just, I'm just wondering if you, if you heard. Were. If you heard through the grapevine. Yeah. I'm not trying to imply anything, but I thought maybe you might want to... You might want to guess about uh, uh, how badly you fucked up. And, uh, <laughs> just how slowly. I should have came in a bucket yeah. instead of your mom. Yes, you know your mother thinks that you know your mo- you're your mother's favorite, right? I'm <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> how how the energy so I wasted I'm, having yeah. sex with your mother is more. Like, I should have put in other things right. that I would have made more productive. It's more like. It's more like uh, that's fucking hardcore. That you know, he's your, 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 your mother's favorite, really which means I want that back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he sounds like a military man. Like, yes, who's yes, like from yes, that, right. he's just like I'm not gonna tell you. This is, he's waterboarding you yeah. right now. <laughs> he's waterboarding my soul. It's very very navy in the sense it's that it's very navy. Yeah. In the sense that it's not hyper aggressive like the air no, force, and no. it's not highly technical like the like the uh, it's not. Like the army of them, it's just the, like the motion so, of the ocean. Just the literally, motion of the ocean. Literally, just, just motion of the ocean. It's just a very, very powerful vessel coasting. <laughs> so by, they're fucking. It's a, it's so like, uh, the, the nature of just like yeah. So you want to guess? Like a on a battleship. On a battleship. Hey, so you want to guess how much about your brother? How many age your brother got? No? Okay. Set course for Loserville. (laughs) (laughs) Just fucking murder. Oh my god. Just bring in the frigates. Come on. Right. So it's very, very difficult to like prove your masculinity and your achievements, uh, uh, you know, in these tribulations, in these trials and tribulations. It's even more. And it's very difficult for women as well because you're like, uh, <laughs> you might end up as a Christmas cake if you don't get married. You know why it's called a Christmas cake? No. Because Christmas cakes are only best eaten past the 25th. So when you're past 25, you're done. Oh my, f- oh my God. Uh, Is that the yeah. reason? Yeah. Yeah. I heard that. Okay. That's Japan. Yeah, that's Japan. Yeah. yeah. So if somebody calls you, a girl, somebody calls you a Christmas cake, it means like, you're be- you're past your best by date, sweetie. I, uh, but like that's the thing is that they at least like with comparison, yeah. women have like I said the social structure. Yeah. So here's here's the thing. You know what? It, how bad it is for for men, and you know how bad it is for a woman. But maybe we can find a solution in somewhere in between. Trans people. Trans people, queer people. Yeah, maybe you wear a thong on the weekends. I don't judge. Yeah, why not? Right. So. If you are you hear that, Uncle? Bisexual lighting! Woo! Yeah, I like that, Mom. That would be. Are you proud of me? Every gay porn, but like it's just the inner thoughts of the gay porn stars, and they're like, "Are you proud of me now, Dad?" Wow. I would. I'm not even gay, and I would jerk off to that on principle. <laughs> wow! Look at the size of that cock. It's yeah. about the same size as my dad's disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> 
Tyrone is like, that's what I call it, dad's disappointment. <laughs> Ever been somebody whose dick is so big it's called daddy's disappointment? <laughs> I could have been something, but now I'm a disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. Follow me now. So, that's the thing. Anyhow, any identity in between the two extremes. The reason why I bring it up is that, in my personal opinion, these are people who don't even have a standard. Yeah. Right? Because how do you comply? You don't have, you can't do the masculine thing because you don't think of yourself as a man per se. No. And you can't do the feminine thing because you, you're not, you, maybe you're not feminine enough or you have too much penis. I don't know. Maybe you think of yourself a woman, but you still have daddy's disappointment. I don't know. Yeah. It could be a number. So what do you do? Well, in those cultures where, you know, in between people, intersex people, or, 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 or trans people were a thing, but they didn't have the notion, yeah. this Western notion of trans or whatever. They had, society still gave them a place to be. Didn't yeah. Bugis people have five B- Bugis people, yeah. So we call them genders, but that's not really true. A it's, lot of yeah. like woke people talk about Thai people having 27 genders, but they're not genders. They're not genders. Right. They are uh, physical sex, sexual orientation, and uh, gender manifestation combinations, so you can call them archetypes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got twenty seven archetypes, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe you're like, and you know, mo- modern Western queer people have definitions for them too. Are you a bush lesbian? Are you a femme lesbian? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you a twink? Are you a bear? You have these terms, right? What's twink? A twink is like. A pretty boy gay, yeah. right? Oh, like Timothy Chalamet. Yes, yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. He's, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. Oh my god. He's, I call him a Twinkie. There oh you go, because he's full of cream. Uh, <laughs> he, will, he will be. Yeah, be. <laughs> hey now, come on now, come on, come on, Dune. Ah, uh, uh, No. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gay, but uh, <laughs> more deep, more deep, more deep. <laughs> Uh, we're terrible, but the, the, deep in the morning. Yeah. We're gonna do a podcast deep in the morning. There you go. There you go. Uh, continue with the thought. I'm sorry. So yeah, that's my nickname by the way. By the way, more deep. Um, <laughs> Nat gave that nickname to me of all people. It's which sense. is great because yeah, that, you know, if anybody mad. knows <laughs> if anybody knows Daddy's disappointment, well, um, <laughs> hey now, come on now. Uh, <laughs> hey now, hey now. So. Here's the thing. Um, So what do you do? So what do you do? You find a role in society that is both functional and practical, but also is unique to you, right? Mm. And in like Native American society, two-spirit people are usually the shaman, Mm -hmm. right? And in uh, Hindu society, they're also like the magic users, right? They Mm. come and bless weddings and whatnot. In Bogus society, it's usually the same thing. They impress wedding ceremonies. Yeah. They ward off evil spirits and whatnot because they're this weird combination of male and female. And because you're the intermediary, there has to be something interesting or special about you. Mm-hmm. So the reason why I bring up two spirit people is apart from just going your own way and yeah. finding yourself, which is what everybody should be doing anyway. When you can't find something about masculinity that works for you and femininity is not doing you any favors. Um, 
forge your own way because who knows yeah you might be that you might be that magic user quote unquote yeah. in the village the shaman in the village that mm. you they don't know they need yet yeah, yeah. oh that's very beautifully said yeah. actually that's very poetic please thank you this is this is me trying to redeem myself after daddy's disappointment <laughs> and pulling out and and, yeah, twinkie. and twinkie you know apologies to T- timothy chalamet Chal- uh, chalamet we've no, always been called that before you're welcome to our I mean, podcast i'd love to have yeah. you on chalamet we, if you're listening yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, you're fine. And I had this long conversation at oh the party. Yeah. It would be really funny if Timothy Chalamet became the Rizman of a group. So he's the youngest one there. And all we do is bully him, but he's so happy to be there. <laughs> the idea the idea of Chalamet just texting, like sending a picture of him at the Oscar saying, like, guys, I'm about to go in. And we all go, just go, shut, shut, shut up, fuck up, Tim. Go fuck yourself. Where's go fuck a peach? No one cares. Come on, put on a shirt for God's sake. Yeah, shave that fucking mustache you had in that Wes Anderson movie. Fuck you. <laughs> You're not French, you bastard. Yeah, <laughs> floppy. Comb your hair, God. Yeah. But it's this sort of like this collection of uncles that just rails on this one person, yeah. right? Because which is also a description of a cake pull. There you go. <laughs> collection of uncles. You pull up. The pull up. The Nothing but bisexual lighting. Uh, <laughs> 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 My dad's passing by. Hey, you want to know how? <laughs> He's even going like, you know how many dicks yeah. I could fit in my day? <laughs> my mom is just like, you sure you want to send it to your uncle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> his, uh, his last line is, are you proud of me, dad? You know? <laughs> but yeah, it's this it's this thing of where you gotta... You gotta find this yourself. This collection of... The collection of uncles yelling at, at Timothy Chalamet is... Is you know this this is kind of toxic, but it's also like we're so bad at expressing how we really feel yeah. to people like you because you know uh, you're you're a jerk off, you know. <laughs> you're to, sorry, sorry, can we? No, no, if, if for the podcast, yeah. Rakib just pointed to me and said, "Because you're a jerk off." <laughs> because you're a jerk off, you know, you're a piece of shit. And, <laughs> Just now, because he's the youngest in our group. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. But he looks like a forty-three-year-old divorced <laughs> dad, and we don't know how to process. But I found out you're twenty-four. Man, I was surprised. Yeah, dude. I knew you were young, but I, I felt like maybe you're like my age, yeah, yeah. like twenty-eight, yeah. twenty-eight, twenty-nine, yeah. thirty. Yeah. But I know. Calvin, literally, I told him I was twenty-four, and his the first words out of his mouth was like, "Damn, man, you look God. shit." <laughs> <laughs> This from a man who's, who is bald and has the white streaks on his beard that made him look like he just vomited out cum. It is just... <laughs> it is a lot to take from that man. Yeah, yeah. wow. It's just... But that's just the thing. Um, when the, you're the youngest in the group, before it was Re- before this it was Rizma, now it's you. Mm. It's like the ranking thing that we do because we mm. ourselves just can't get around to like expressing... Love and be and, and and nurturing to the youngest, right? yeah, especially to a male young, yeah. That's always been like, hey, yeah, cocksucker, yeah. Like, oh. So you sort of camouflage it and like, 
like ironic abuse and yeah. then hope they finally understand what we're trying to get that at. you love them and you're yeah, caring for them right. and giving them attention and eventually like if you can nail the balance that's really really nice yeah. right <laughs> because in any other I call him a piece of shit that's just offensive I call everyone a piece of shit context tells him that is joke must laugh now ha 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 yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. right yeah. and I get you know who I get this from at where I used to work the women yeah, because they're all rooting for me secretly, but they give me so much shit. Yeah, right. Like all of the women in my office were like, "I'm gonna be so happy when you finally get a girlfriend," mm. right? From the friend of me, right? And she's like, "I thought you hated it." No, because I know it. It is so difficult for you to get one. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. wow. That's, like, that's such a backhanded thing. Oh, what, oh wow. What a, what a cunt. Just, this, this bitch. What a cunt. This bitch. I, mean, I would love to go to your wedding. Oh, really? Why? Just yeah. like, because I know it would have never happened. This is yeah. a miracle. Bro, She would definitely say this that. This is proof of God's she existence. Would, she would volunteer to be the bridesmaid for my bride. Mm-hmm. Just so that she could roast me yeah. throughout the wedding. Yeah. I'll be on the dais going, thank you for coming, thank you for coming. Yeah, you would have never come here if it wasn't for me backing him out, this cockless cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> Peace! So then she, then she, she barrel rolls out <laughs> of the wedding. <laughs> you just have to continue like... I love to see the size of the can of the Kool-Aid. But... Wow. <laughs> you joke, but she would say that. Blink yeah. twice if you're, if you're scared. Yeah. <laughs> she would shove aside the best man doing the speech just to do her own. Uh, honey, speech. could you spit in this? What's that? That's a drug test. I'm just trying to see if you're right. Everybody, everybody, check your drinks for for a hypnol. Yes, We're just trying to make sure the crew hasn't got it to them again. <laughs> All right, that's very good. Okay, stay safe now. <laughs> you watch yourself. <laughs> she walks off. She's oh, just a terrible, terrible bitch what of a, a woman. What a horrible but, human being. But she's but she's but she roots for me. Yeah, and I think right. that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's this this weird comment, but it's also this. It's also this like a group of women decided to gather around sad fuck. Yeah. Because he's because he's like, oh look at him. He broke his wing and he and he shat all over his nest. But interesting thing about this is that even the book Iron John, they go through a series of dreams of multiple people. Right. And one of the things that it mentions that it it actually it's uh, Iron John is a story. Mm. uh, Is a old I think it was a I don't know if it was a brother's grin story. Maybe I'm fucking that part up, but it was a story that about a kid meeting a hyper masculine individual called Iron John because the people would uh, here's a brief story about Iron John. Uh, people would go into this forest, hunters would go into the forest, and they would disappear. Right. The king is like, what's up? He sent more people, more people disappeared. Until one guy came in and said, I'm going to go find out. And he finds a lake uh, where the dog is taken into right. the lake by uh, this giant hairy hen. <laughs> it's a hairy hen. Hairy means masculinity, actually. Right. Takes the dog away. They empty out the lake. They, find, they see a man, a giant hairy man. Underneath right. it. They capture him, chain him. The, the son of the king always plays with this golden ball mm-hmm. the ball falls into the cage 
Iron Joe says, I'll give you back the ball if you actually let me out of the cage. Right. Where is the key to the cage? It's under the mother's pillow. Right. And he has to go under the mother's pillow to grab the key. Mm-hmm. Open the cage. Now the Iron John's free, gives him a ball, and then the kid says, like, if my family finds out that they fucked you, I've pretty much let mm. you out, they're going to fuck me up. Yeah. Iron John says, you come with me. <clears throat> right. Takes the kid, puts him on his shoulder, runs to the forest, mm. and they live together for a while, and mm. the kid is basically learned that that's the journey where the kid becomes from a kid to a knight. Right. At the end of it. Right. There's multiple motifs in here, but that's, it's a very dense, because he, they, it's like a Long ass book breaking mm-hmm. down that story, and you realize how fucking rich and mythological mm-hmm. and archetypal this yes. story is. One of the things that they actually mentions is that one there's one kid, one person. This yeah. is not in the Iron Jones, this is an actual person who actually had this dream. Right. He was raised by his mother, mm. uh, good mother, and mm. raised by in the community of women. Right. And then one day, a good, great guy, mm. actually. One day only, he has this dream that he's in a he's a wolf, mm. and he's with a bunch of wolf, female wolves, mm. wolf pack of a female wolf, mm. running in the forest, hunting. <coughs> and they all reach a lake, and they all go to the lake and look down on the lake. Mm. Each wolf sees their face. Mm. When he, as a wolf, goes sees his face, he doesn't see his face. Mm. He sees nothing. Oh, right. Okay, okay. Because he's a man right. raised by a woman mm. trying to get the masculine trade off a wolf yeah. from a woman. Right. But he cannot. So he right. doesn't have a face anymore. Right. Because okay. he doesn't know how to find that part of himself. Right. And now that's the part that is kind of, that is missing more than ever now. <laughs> I was raised by my mother. And my father was there too. Yeah. But my mother did the majority of raising. Right. I assume you two had the same. Somewhat. Somewhat to a certain I think your father was much more... uh, My father was more hands-on boy. Sometimes he was very hands-on. Yeah, but he was. Yeah, just... uh, Did I I mention... Sorry. I will say this. He was a CLAN expert, and uh, pissing him off was a very bad idea. He would practice it on you. (laughs) All I'm saying is that if, if he spanked me... You don't... He's a salad expert. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah. So, all I know is that if he smacks you across the face, you won't (laughs) feel it until tomorrow. Yeah. Because it's so... Because he smacks you so hard, it literally overtakes the speed of pain. It is... (laughs) Your soul feels it before you do. Yeah. Why am I sad? (laughs) (laughs) You feel no pain, but you're just... The whole day, you're just like, fucking everything's going no. Yeah. Wow. I poured the juice outside of the glass. Yeah, something's off yeah. today. I fried an egg with the shell still on. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I don't. What? What? What happened? Oh! Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Now it comes. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were saving his way dad a little bit. That's good. just a little bit. And he and he did try his best, I think. But the problem is, I'm. I'm just a I'm just a sack of wet noodles sometimes, so it yeah. doesn't quite. He tried his best, but doesn't work. Yeah, mm. just yeah. a sack of just a sack of chendol. It's not great. Yeah, yeah but, it's, it's, but like the, yeah, he was but, there. He his was, touch there. was there. Yeah, That's yeah. very good. Yeah, 
the thing is, most people now, and most people were from the Gen Z and Gen Alpha, whatever it is, yeah, right. the newer, yeah. like 2000s onward, right. I would say 1995 onward, uh, there are going to have a, even a female mother who might not even be a proper mother. Yeah. That you're going to even miss that segment yeah. of yourself. So right. you have a, because every, if you're a 20 year old, 25 year old, if you're an under 30 year old mother now, who's hyperactive on social media and all mm. that and raised on all this kind yeah, of stuff, dude. what kind of a traits would you be passing on to the kid? Because oh, yeah. yeah. my mother was born in the time that there was none of this shit. Right. She was born in the Shah, Shah yeah. Yeah. Uh, educated in Italy, yeah. uh, very uh, yeah. open-minded, yeah. well-educated, yes. uh, and uh, an amazing artist. Right. Do mothers now like I'm not saying all of them are shit. I mean, right. this is not a generalization, yeah, yeah, yeah. but no, no, fair. it's now you're born in a place that you're you're trying to make it. You're trying to make ends meet. Mm. Part of the culture is asking you to become an independent woman, right. and at the same time, you're trying to have a kid, right? Because I think intrinsically you want to have a kid. I think a female might intrinsically want to have a baby because you have the organism there for you. Like like me, I have a dick, I get an erection, I want to jerk off. A woman has a womb. And that's a preset thing in there in mm-hmm. your stomach that might ask is a biological clock as well. Yeah. Which is now everybody is concerned about it's like, oh I freeze my eggs or some shit. But yeah. still you wanna you wanna have a kid. And then there's another part of your head is like, I gotta be an independent feminist. Icon who is going to make money all the time, and then you have both of them, which I have noticed that Mm. in a lot of female uh, career oriented women Mm. who had the kid and they fucked up the kid because now, now they're like, Why did I have the kid in the beginning? Because I wanted to be a female independent woman. And I have a kid now I have to take care of, but I can't take care of him because I don't know how to take care of him. Well, I will say I, this. And the dads are the same too? The dads are the same too. I will the say dads this. are going to be unmasculine. I'm a non-binary. I'm not, that's not the problem with yeah, the, being but non-binary. Like, I don't know what you mean. I don't know There's if I'm a man or... That, yeah, that you're going to be born literally fluid. Yeah. You're going to be a liquid form. Mm. And... That's going to be a problem for a lot of kids. It might be like, and, th- and this is not just in terms of gender, by the way. I'm talking about in terms of everything. You're not going to even be a cockroach on your back trying to move somewhere. You're going to be nothing in a sense. Well, receptive to everything, by the way. Yeah, I, receptive I, to everything. I don't think it's so much the general issue that's the problem. But in my, in my experience, when I see members of my family, go through these similar experiences. Yeah. It's more to do with regardless of regardless of, you know, what your gender is telling you to do. Yeah. It's it's more this. It is very very complicated to want to have a child when you're still one yourself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I've never so, yeah. so a lot of what happens? What hap- What's happened? Like for instance, in my in my family, you have people who are getting married, but they won't have children, yeah. even though they're getting pressured in order to do it. In their case, it's economic. Like they want to be able to live comfortably after yeah. they retire, yeah. Yeah. because if you have a kid, you'll be working till the day you die with this kind of economy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's also this thing of where 
there is unresolved trauma. There, yeah. there was never a time to really establish yourself as a stable, mature, independent person, right? And the world is blowing up every five years, yeah, right? Five months. Five months. Five, five hours. Five, five hours, hours. Five minutes. Like mm. it's really, really. The world's just getting dark. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is very, very like oh, risky to have a kid. Yes. When I don't know, every single time World War Three is just like. Hello, hi. Uh, are we ready yet? Because I. Uh, yeah. It's pretty funny because now you're more sure than ever that yeah. Yeah. it's actually around the corner. Yeah, so. just a little bit. If China attack, attacks Taiwan, that's it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we already thought it was yeah. going to go very badly when Russia attacked Ukraine. Because no, yeah, the, no, North Korea had a, like a mili- like a missile launch. Yes. Yeah. Like the, the amount of times that we've just gone, oh, yeah. this is it now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's this constant state of fear and panic. Uncertainty, and you, and I don't know. I've I've heard of like, like think about baby boomers, for instance, mm. right? They lived in an economic prosperous mo- moment, but it's also a time where there's nothing but the constant fear of like yeah. nuclear apocalypse. Right? Yeah. yeah, that does something to a generation. That definitely does. So when they come around and they're being toxic to like millennials, it's like. Okay, I get it because you live in a time where if you if Gorbachev sneezes, we all die. Yeah, right or yeah. something along those lines. So you don't. So in that sense, that's what I'm more worried about. Less about personal development, more about how number one, it's a very very troubled time to have children in, and number two, because of that, all of the trickle down effect is that. It's very difficult to figure out who you even are. When you have the most at yeah. danger kids, yeah. because now you just have kids running around and, and you have some fuckers telling you, like, no, I can tell you the truth. Yeah. I, I, I can Andrew Tate comes around. And you have no, an I'm, I'm not even talking about Andrew Tate. I'm talking about like straight up extremist groups. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's so, because it's literally just, last week. It's yeah. like, I don't know what I am. And then there's a group comes up as like, hey, man, I'm give you, I give you pussy and booze. Yeah, right. you, And I'll give you the solution and to I everything. And I give you a purpose. Yeah. yeah. And I give you power. Yeah. And they'd be like, I'd be like uh, uh, I'll take it. Sure. How many of us want that? I mean, mm-hmm. not about pussy and booze, but yeah. it's just that the, the feeling like, whew, that's yeah. there. And now everybody both genders both male and female are missing that big time because it's like what the fuck what am i what am i what am i yeah that's why you should take psychedelics that's why you exactly. take away. <laughs> they're so expensive though uh, you can go picking okay yeah they, it's it's after rain and usually like cow dung and you gotta you just clean it Okay, well, first I gotta find a cow <laughs> in the city. No, just outside. Yeah, just it's go easy, you know. Honestly, it's easy. There's a YouTube just video. Go, I've, just, I've seen the Just tie a cow and wait for the rain for a couple of days, like torture that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking go there. No, but the. the, the yeah. All right, but, but either way. That is a very good point. Ride. It is a very good point because yeah. I think, like, I was. I was. I have old parents. Yeah, mm. and I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I genuinely think that so helped. <laughs> that no, yeah, <laughs> that helped me so much because they went through their shit. I'm not yeah. saying they're perfect. I'm not saying they solved all their trauma. Yeah, but 
they went through their 20s, their 30s, their 40s, and then they were like, okay, let's have a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the career was out of the way. They worked on their career and they put all mm-hmm. of their cells into it and they did it. Mm-hmm. Life was out of the way. They did that thing. They got their family like happy and in a good place. And they were like, okay, now we have love and we yeah. have time. Yeah. So let's give it to this kid. Exactly. Right. And that's a really good thing. Mm-hmm. But, and here's the problem is that and I've started noticing this now is because like my dad is going to the age where he's just like, I'm done, man. I don't want to do anything anymore. I'm done. I don't want to argue with you. Yeah. And, but I'm still trying to figure myself out. You still right. have questions. I still have questions. Yeah. And he's just like, I don't want to answer these questions. I did. I did all of this shit right. that I was told as a man I had to do right. from the traditional route. I did all of this shit. I gave you a roof. I gave you food. I gave you clothes. That should be enough. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but you also gave me a lot of stuff, a lot of questions that I have now. And I'm not saying I'm not, I'm not grateful for what I have. I'm absolutely grateful for what I have, but he cannot get his head around the fact that like you have everything. Yeah. Why, why do you still have questions? And I'm like, because it's not everything. Because as much as we like to think that we can learn everything and you can be done, yeah, you're never going to stop learning. You're never going to stop having questions. Especially like you're 24. Yeah, you still have fucking long time. Exactly. Like, I, like looking at myself at 24 and looking at myself now is like holy shit, bro. 24, 22, pass, man. Once you pass 25, man, get ready. Yeah. that shit is gonna accelerate big time because it's like I'm 28 and I'm like. Oh my God! What do I have to look forward to? And the, oh, the yeah. race against time is like oh, it's accelerated, that. and it's like you're like, oh my God, like, what am I? I what, will, what do you want me to do here? Exactly? I, I will say this though: in the case of my mom, not the most perfect mom in the world, but had asked me a question yeah. that I would have probably not bothered to ask myself which I'm still trying to answer in the process of answering that is probably good for me, even though my life is just a trash fire. <laughs> when I was very young, she asked me a very simple question and a very, very difficult question. Who are you? Motherfucker. Oh, God damn. <laughs> yeah. No. Like, seriously sat me down, Boy. asked me this question. Who are you? Well, who do you think you are? That's not rhetorical. Well, sharpening a knife. Yeah. <laughs> Your answer. Yeah. Yeah. Honey, get the book. <laughs> no, shit. no, she just looked me there and there. So, who are you? You know, you were like, and I gave them the real question of, "This is my dad. This is my mom. Of course, this yeah. is where I am." You know, because that's all I could think of at the time. Because that's what I could see. Yeah. Right. But now that I'm much, much older, I realize that answering that question is. Number one, not nearly as easy as it's supposed to as it's supposed to be. And number two, the answer is actually not the point. The, it's the process. It's the process yeah. of looking for the answer. That's the that is the answer itself, right? And I think a lot of I think I'm I'm lucky in that I also had oldish parents. They were in the thirties <laughs> when they had me, thirty, which is young, which is old for that yeah. generation. Yeah, and I'm not even sure if they planned on having me. Mm. But it was there. It was just yeah. there. Pull out was Yeah. It was It was a little day. Like, yeah, yeah. It was it late, late day. day. Yeah. And he just didn't have it. It was just like, oh, fuck it, man. He just didn't have it. Yeah. I mean, 
He was young back then. He was like, you know, still perfecting the technique. <laughs> but now, pull up games. It's just mm, immaculate. Immaculate. Fucking MP, MVP material right here. Fucking Kobe in that shit. He was just off the sniper scope. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hit the egg with 100% accuracy. This is, is going to be a weird question. I'll suggest that. Yeah. Did, your, did your parents have religion? Oh, that's insane. See, that's a funny thing. Because for me, my parents did. And I genuinely think that's part of the reason my dad and my mom like don't like these questions. Right. Because they had they were both very devout. Yeah. Like not not this not this like show offy, like I'm going to judge everyone kind of thing. Mm. They were devout in themselves. Oh, yeah. Like my mom like started me off with like, hey, you're Muslim in your heart, huh? Oh yeah, Muslim, right? Yeah. Oh, that's why I yeah, just checking out. Yeah. <laughs> Just checking for yeah. it. Kick you out of the park. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> so like, that's I'm what my mom. You, no, 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 no. That's what, and that's what my mom said. It was just like, hey, like because my mom went to an English school. She yeah. wore backless dresses. Like this, this was a woman who like but did she, everything. But she was back. a liberal. But she was a Muslim. 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 Yeah. Open Muslim. And but she did every rebellious thing possible. I remember her saying to me, like off the cuff, just like, "Oh, virginity is so overrated." <laughs> just, uh, shit like that. How old were you? <laughs> I was. I think I was sixteen, talking about oh, friends. Oh, okay. Like and like these kind of things. But like she always told me, like, "Hey, your religion and your belief system—that's in your heart. That's in yeah. your soul. No yeah. one can take that from you. Yeah. They can call you every name under the sun. They can say what and do whatever they want to you." Yeah. But if you know who you are, you're good. Uh -huh. And I think that's the reason my mom and my dad are the way they are, is because they've seen it in themselves and they know who to go to. Right. Every time they struggle, they know where to go. They go to the religion. Yeah. But I'm... There's a book of answers. There's a book of answers. And I'm like, okay, the book of answers is fine, but it's a lot more complicated now. The world's a lot more... Well, even if you are the most devout religious person... You cannot deny no. we are living in an era of such change, like mass change mm. since the Industrial Revolution. Yeah. yeah, That some of this shit is not even, it doesn't even apply. It's not even thought about. Yeah. We didn't, like, it wasn't possible to think about how we would feel seeing our friends be happy every single day and you feeling shit. Exactly. Mm. Every That's, day. Every day, That's on the loop, thing. being fed to, hey, look at me smiling at this concert. Look at me here. Look and at then you, you take like, everybody in it. And you're just like, is this wrong? Like, is, right. Because it seems sinful. Yes. It seems sinful to constantly, not even to envy your friends, but to lie to your friends. Yeah. Uh -huh. And show them pictures of like, oh, look how nice everything is. It yeah. seems sinful. Yeah. But it's not there. Because yeah. we, we live in such a changed time. Right. So now I think the purpose we weirdly is a spiritual question right? of like, Hey, who are you? Mm. But also from where are you getting these answers? From where are you getting these questions? Yeah. And you have people coming in with spirit, like quote, like pseudo spiritual things, mm -hmm. but it's enough. Yeah. Uh, here's a back to interesting things. Like, but what was your mother's reaction when you said that your description Because you're saying she, about that religious upbringing yeah, yeah. and the importance of that. And I value that greatly, you see. Mm. Uh, I finished uh, Matthew McConaughey's book called Green Lights. Mm. Actually a good book. Okay, Actually, yeah. he, wrote, he wrote it himself, no ghostwriter. I mean, mm. I think he worked with somebody to edit it, but 
he, he was a legitimately good boy. He was born in a Christian family and yeah. he holds and he has Christian virtues. Right. And uh, you kind of go like, I wish I had that too. You know, it's not that Christian yeah. virtues. It's just that have that kind of a structure to right. that your the, the tradition the, right. that they try to bestow upon you. Uh, the right one. So, right. But how did your mother reacted to you when you answered that question? Like, what was her response when she when you said, "I am my mother's son, my father's son, mm. and this is who I am"? Like, what did she want at the end of it? Was there a great wisdom at the yeah, end of the yeah, tunnel? Yeah. No, but no. So here's, here's the thing. Ah, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> ah, you're a son. Ah, I get. Uh, no, it's, it's more like I'm your son. No, you're not. Punch me right out of the car. <laughs> ah, <laughs> that's how you found out you were adopted. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Who are you? Your son? No. Ah, well, hang on now. Um, no, it's okay. So I can I can tell from people's body language when something is off, mm. and my mom is just like. She's doing this the the mild stank face and going, okay. okay. Oh yeah. Oh, right. I, know, I know that face. Because that face is tells you you got some shit to learn. Right? Yeah. How old were you? I was probably ten. Oh, Fuck me. Your mother oh, I thought you were like sixteen. No, no, no. Like no, going no. off to college or something. No, 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 you no. were ten? Your mother yeah. was like the soldier boy at the end of what you're fucking disappointment. <laughs> you're a fucking disappointment. Damn man. Jesus yeah. Christ. That's that's true. Who I mean, I suppose you? that's yeah. alright, but at the same time, to a ten-year-old, the ten-year-old doesn't even know it's not even sure he's wiping his ass the right No, way. no. This is very much a thing of you some people you know gently open their their third eye of perception yeah yeah i don't have that luxury <laughs> your yeah. mom stuck a shovel in it yeah. and just, for just you. pried it open with <laughs> yeah. a crowbar half-life style it's <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's, open your chakra bitch <laughs> <laughs> where is your inner eye you piece of shit <laughs> I, very <laughs> I didn't meditate yet. I haven't centered myself. You're fucking not centered because you're sideways and shit. Just <laughs> wailing on me metaphysically. I love, I love this idea. Yeah, the metaphysical abuse. Yes. <laughs> you ever been Both metaphysically your... abused before? It is. Wow. Both your parents are fucked up. <laughs> My parents are just... dead. Passive aggressive. <laughs> your dad is the best yeah. yeah. Your mother is Your like, mom is the berserker. Yeah, your mo- oh my god, yeah, your mom is the berserker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your mom's the tank. Yeah. I've met your mom. That is a good way to describe her. Yeah. She's no, a wonderful woman. Yes. But like she, she does not shy away she from anything. Four fathers yeah. and understanding yeah. that she does not have. She will yeah. if you write about her, she breaks through right yeah. then. My dad is different. He's the guy with the sniper rifle who shoots upwards and then a week later you're passing by and the bullet all oh. falls down and hits you. Oh god. Oh jeez. Oh yeah. dad, come on. <laughs> So what was it? she had that face? Yeah, and was there anything after that? No, it wasn't. But I, I got it. It was like a it was like I, an exercise. It was an exercise because at the time I thought, okay, I bailed out of this terribly awkward situation. Mm. I've I've given them an answer that that'll quiet them, and for now I can just be left alone in peace. 
because they don't want to be metaphysically molested yeah, right? on a car journey on the way to Qadah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> There's too many paddy fuels that I get was my on, body was to on get a car, Yeah. On, oh, no. no. Fucking one. Oh, now you're stuck in that car. That explains so much. Oh, that, that explains that's so That's usually much. when it pops out, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They have, you can't yes. go anywhere else. Yeah, 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 no yeah. wee-wee time for no. a couple of miles. No, no, no. <laughs> And it's and it's paddy field country, which means that you, you can't escape. You. Yeah, you can't escape that. Shit. They yeah. could also bury me because it's all mud flats. That's it. Yeah. yeah, your body gets rotten pretty quickly. There you go. Well, like, it's a car. No, I get the car right. There. Yeah, because yeah. it's like you're, it's, you're. It's like a fucking shell. The thing and you're about stuck it, with them. Yeah, the thing about car rides. Uh, Bill Connolly was saying that as well. Like that was something I learned from him. It said uh, his kid. He took his kid to. Uh, Fishing quite often, mm-hmm. and his kid came and said, "I recommend it in an interview." The kid said, "I recommend everybody to go fishing with their family." Right, and I said, "What?" He said, "Like after the first hour, all the house school and everything else kind of goes away. Yeah, now you're gonna have to ask a serious question." Right. Yeah. But again, at a ten year old, like who are you? It's a little bit much, mom. I mean, my uh, mom has no children. Unless you give you. Acid or take you to a shaman to a r- ritual for you to have something. Mm-hmm. If they give, here's the thing. Don't expect me to be on top of a mountain when I haven't been given the tools. Right. And yes. I, granted, I should, if I'm a great guy, if I'm a like a if I'm a great man, mm. uh, the Ubermensch that I can by the mm. fucking uh, by, by my bootstrap I can like pull myself up. Right. Without mm. the guidance and reach the top of a mountain, great. Unfortunately, I'm not. There's only right. a few great men in their history. Right. Yeah. And that's it. I'm sorry, I'm not one of them. Doesn't yeah. mean that all oh, some some cocksucker on YouTube is gonna be like, "Well, you should be fuck off." Yeah, it's, it's just yeah. Go, oh yeah, like go every guy's like, "No, right. you were to be the Uber man." Go fuck yeah. like, mother. You fucking asshole. Yeah, piece of shit. God damn. I'll Uber mention your mother's yes. face, asshole. This existentialist <laughs> YouTube uh, channel is brought to you by Squarespace. Exactly. <laughs> 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 exactly. That's so true. Every time I see that, Squarespace. I so don't expect me to know what the fuck. Because I think uh, interesting. To, now you bring me back memories. Because here's the thing: I kind of blocked out ninety percent of my childhood. Oh dear! It's not that it was bad. It was just a blur. Really? It was just a, it's just a blur of, yeah. no, of nothingness, of yeah. emptiness, of nothingness. Yeah. Which I think I had the question of who the fuck am I? What yeah. the fuck am I doing here? I, my mother showed me a picture of me in her womb with yeah. an X-ray and all that. I swear to you, my face was kind of like. Uh, <laughs> just yeah. like oh god I got to deal with this shit like kind of the, the, the I will, wait I was uh, there I was, I was there yeah it's like yeah you're there now I, you're here yeah, like, how uh, how did that what yeah, my face <laughs> is just like uh, and then you're just like uh, because you can't deal do you, with do you, I don't do you guys it, remember the first time you saw your baby pictures yeah I remember that yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was a weird time for me oh no yeah. I can do you one better I got those baby pictures, toddler pictures, yeah. in the room that I use when I sleep in Penang. Oh, nice. Great. So every okay. time every I day. come back to Penang, I look at myself and think of myself, that joke that Dion Cole does, yeah. uh, <laughs> remember when you were the future? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I have that joke in physical form every dark. time I go That's back. That's dark. That's yeah. dark. Give me a fucking second. <laughs> come on, Remember when you were the future? Yeah, I told my mother, I was like, hey, mom, that's, you can see, clearly see in that picture, I didn't want to be born. No. <laughs> I didn't, no, the, the, I told her, I was like, I was nothingness, and then I became something, and I opened my eyes in the womb, and I was like, 
Oh, <laughs> I was a speck of stardust somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Happy to be a stardust. And now in that picture, you can clearly see on my face. Yeah. Oh, shit. I know. I it was like, so it's so good to be a star. Ah, ah fuck. I'm a meat sack. There was I'm a, a meat sack. I, think it was, I don't know if it was a poet or a writer or something, <laughs> but it was something like I have a bit about that. I'm reading a bit about that. It's like the cruelty of birth. Right? Yeah. And it's like to take a soul out of non existence yes. is an inhumane act. I think that was yeah. what the Nietzsche said as well. So, like, the, the, there's no worse than having a kid. It's like worse than murder. Yeah, and I'm like, I mean, the idea of like consent, like, like you consenting to your own birth is a weird fucking idea. Mm-hmm. But I do understand, like, it is kind of weird how we're just brought into this world without your without your consent without you're dragged consent. into it yeah, like, you're told to live a life yes I told her it's like the doctor looked into the crack and I was just like shh don't tell him the hand came in I took a rib and started but that's why I think the hand it goes, it goes into the question of like if you if we don't consent to this mm. It shouldn't be wrong for me to go, hey, I don't know what the fuck is going on. That's exactly the thing. Right. See, it's like my father, for example. Yeah. At one point, he actually, he was like, don't you know? Don't you, don't you but the, the, the way he proposed the question, I wish it was in the rhetorical, you need to seal that. Yeah. Yeah. The, it was more like, yeah, like, really? Like, why do you want to think? Yeah. You don't know where you want to be? And I was like, I don't know. I just don't know. I don't even know what right. the function of my day to day is going to be. Yo, right? yeah. You see, I don't. I have no knowledge of that. You not nobody has bestowed. My father was a doctor. Um, I don't know how he decided to go into that realm. He just mm-hmm. decided it, and then he was born in a village to a, a village father, and then like the dad is that was a, like a. Uh, a soldier of the Reza Shah, the oh, father of right. Muhammad Reza Shah. Right, right, right. Like, he was a soldier in his brigade back then. Well, and like that old of a man, and right. an older, and, and a grand, and a mother who was like, he had so apparently, yeah, she had so many kids that they couldn't even tell if she was pregnant or not. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and a lot of them died or not. But like that's the kind of environment he was born in, and he uh, decided on something. He took on, he, he was pretty easygoing with life as well. Mm. Mm. But like, he's like kind of looking he at me with the expectation to, yeah. I should know a lot of stuff right. without you teaching me the stuff that yeah. I have questions about. That was a problem for me. Not that that problem with him, but I, but because I always thought it's on me and, yeah. and I granted it is on me. Right. There are people who say it's my parents' fault. No, right. actually, it is part of your parents' fault too, but you can only get it so much. Yeah. yeah. But I would say 50% is your parents' fault. Yeah. But they're just people. They're just people. But they don't know either. either. No, no, yeah. they don't. They're trying they don't to know do either. It. They're yeah. trying to do their best. God bless their soul. <laughs> yeah, no, no, seriously. But they don't know. You see? Right. But the thing is, well, you didn't know. Why do you expect me to know either? Don't have the same expectation. Like, you oh, don't know what the fuck you're true. doing. <laughs> it, okay. Great example again is my parents because. One, both of them are anthropologists, right? And then one of them decided to be like a Navy person on the side, and my mom was like, was like an activist on the side, right? Mm. But they didn't plan on being academics, yeah. Because my father wanted to be an architect, and he had the grades for it, but he couldn't do go into architecture school because he was poor, mm. uh, right? And my mom wanted to be an interior designer, 
right? He want she wanted to be, uh, she wanted to 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 to, to learn how the 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 art of she designing to, yeah. the inside of the business. So it's really interesting. One of them wanted to design the outside of the building. Another one wanted to design the inside of the building. It's very interesting. Then you became the project. Right? There you go. Yeah. And then so what? So what happened? Well, my mom, mm. my mom got a diploma <clears throat> in this 1966. But my grandmother wouldn't let her do it because it was considered shameful, which is a shame because if she did, she would have been... Uh, considered shameful? What, what the fuck do you mean? Because she, it was old, like Victorian era style... Uh, oh, so you have to be a woman of yeah, the house? Yeah, you have to. No. She, she would read doctor, lawyer, engineer, something respectable. Oh, interior uh, designer. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, because her stance was very high. right? So she didn't want her to be an artsy-fartsy type, you know, with a degree and whatnot. So she... Did anthropology almost out of rebellion, uh-huh. essentially social work out of rebellion. But um, if she had become an interior designer, she would have been, I believe, Nippon Paints' first color consultant. Jesus. Yeah, mm. she missed it by you know just a little bit. Um, and my dad still has architectural skills; they're just <laughs> dormant. Because when my late aunt needed a house, he pinned the blueprints himself. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, yeah, and he's and he's been not doing nothing but building things since yeah. then. Yeah. A chicken egg incub- incubator out of a toaster oven, mm. a sailboat. He made me like a toy crane that was basically like a like a like a pommel horse with a winch, and I would like play with it. I would scoop the sand with it. Like he's mm. constantly building things, right? Mm. And I think, and I think they too didn't know and they didn't have the opportunity to really do what they wanted to do. Yeah. So all they had to do was just like wing it and then hopefully something stuck. Some something. hopefully something stuck. Yeah. But but it's very obvious that their their passions remain and they remain as like really serious hobbies or stuff yeah. that are useful in the background. Like if you go to like my place or my brother's restaurant it's very clear the interior design yeah, is yeah. still, yeah, yeah, it's very clear. It's still, uh, and my dad, like, he keeps repairing shit constantly, especially around the house. And I think it's because he's constantly th- he's fulfilling th- that gap that he feels there is. And yeah, he's trying to feed that part right. of it. His bliss was, yeah. and I try, I don't, don't like that word bliss, mm. but his thing was to become an architect, right. He never got to do that. So Not that's, really. He's trying to feed that part right. of himself. And that. I and I think when I look at my parents, yeah, the thing that worries me is that if I make right now, I don't know what I'm good at because I know I'll be good at whatever I put my effort into. So I'm technically good at anything if so long as I put the effort in. Yeah. Mm. So very amorphous sort of skill set, right? Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. A lot of skill points, haven't put them in any category <laughs> yet. Mm-hmm. So because I'm quite concerned about what will happen if I bite the bullet, tell myself it's okay, and I do something practical, mm. And I spend the rest of my di- rest of my life doing this for a living, and still using up time that I could be using something else, trying to simulate that feeling. Simulate, yeah. Ah. 
No. Because I don't want to die seeing the. I don't want to die, die with saying my... what if. Yes. I mean, yes. Oh, that would be the most horrible thing. That's right. uh, something that scares me. It's like, I, I'm, saying, I'm, like, I'm never scared of dying. I'm scared of not living. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's something that really always gets me. Especially as like, I'm 20. I'll be, I'll be 29. I'll be 28. Uh, am I 28 now or am I 29? Uh, I'll be 28. Mm. Uh, mm. September. Okay. And I'm like, shit. Mm. It's going. I better. Am I enjoying that? Am I doing yes. what I have to do? Right. Am I doing what I have to do? And am I doing what I'm supposed to do? Am I doing my purpose? Right. In this. Here's the thing, right? right. And I feel like I don't like I will say part of the reason that I feel older than I actually am, and part of the reason I think people perceive that as well, yeah. is that like I've gotten relatively good at at saying I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't it's not I don't care. It's just that I don't know, but yeah, I'm willing right. to listen, right? Right. And one of the things that I realized, and I don't really remember where I read this, is that we all look for, even this whole podcast, like we all look for a reason, like huge reasons to be alive. Yeah. Right? Our purpose. And that I'm, I, that, that should not be diminished. That should still exist. Yeah. You, it, it, you still should choose something that's, supposedly the key to happiness is choose something bigger than yourself and do that your entire life. Mm-hmm. Supposedly that's the key to happiness. But I think a part of it is enjoying the little things yes. of life. Like not worrying too much. I mean, like I overthink. I have, I take medication for, you know, a few things. Mm-hmm. And even within that, what's, what's helped me mm-hmm. has been my cat just coming to the side of me and sitting there and oh. just like pawing on my stomach and right, like, okay. right. or like I'm having a really bad day and then I just see like this this girl with their with her dad like she's standing at the back of her motorcycle and she and the dad's just going around very slowly and she's just whipping her hair and I'm just like that's that's, that's nice. beautiful right and it's it's those little moments of like yeah okay i'm alive like maybe existence maybe life is this grand thing that we should have a purpose for and it's it's sprawling and yeah sure let's have this massive thing but also it's made up of these tiny fucking seconds or and mini seconds milliseconds of just being able to enjoy that like you can take a piss in the morning and the relief that you get after that. Mm. Just that, man. Mm. That's the solution to like the lack of surprise you get from not being able to truly experience big things. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because maybe seeing the pyramids for the first time isn't going to wow you. Yeah. Um, but you know what it is? What? Throwing something from across the room and getting it into the bucket. Yeah. That is true. That, every time that happens, oh, the joy. It. Oh. Mm-hmm. What was this thing? Uh, um, I went to see it's called Fleabag. Very, very oh, I love yeah. Yeah. You know when they go to that uh, place for meditation and all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a bunch of men who are having anger issues. Yeah. Mm. There's, but there's one guy who she becomes bonds with yeah. and sits there. And it brought me to tears. I actually cried mm-hmm. hearing them talk. Because yeah. he started talking about it. And he mentioned the point that you're mentioning right now. And he said, uh, he started, the guy, the girl asked him, like, the guy says, they keep asking me what I want. 
I'm not gonna tell him what I want. Mm-hmm. And he says like, I want to go home. And he starts listing up very little things mm-hmm. that are so minuscule, so little, yeah. but mm-hmm. so he like it brought me to tears because he one he starts mentioning the things that he wanted. Mm-hmm. One of it was that I want to take cups from the dishwasher and put them in the cupboard, mm-hmm. and the next day see my wife drink from them. Mm. And I cried hearing that's, that. That's beautiful. Because that's only th- like a simple thing. Like I woke up and I saw my wife drinking from a cup that I put in there. That's it. Mm. And that's a, the perf- he saw perfection in that. Yeah. And that's a perfect sentence because it's like, yeah, you're actually not appreciating how lucky and amazing that little thing is right and we need to find more of that actually because now i'm not even like i i can get into fits of depression but i'm like right uh, just like i just feel like what do you like right now oh man well shower was great shower hot shower was good i oh the coffee i mean wake up in the morning the coffee that's why i try to do like i don't don't know i'm not i'm not a particular creature of habit so i try to do new things Mm -hmm. but just like like that sentence, yeah, is fucking gold. There's no fat on that sentence. Like from no. a writer's perspective, that is a fucking gold sentence. That there is no fat on that. That is mm. exactly, and it gets you to feel. It gets you to where you need to go. Yeah, and the ability for me to just like, like, to sit back, for example, um, oh fuck, to drive and listen to my music and sing along. Just that. Just that. Mm. I like the rain. You like the rain? Yeah. 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 A lot of people, like when I drive night around, he's like, oh, it's so difficult to get out of the bed when it rains because, you know, it's perfect before falling asleep. It's very cold. But for me, when I, almost, like when I get up, and I hear the rain. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm going to sit outside. I like the yeah. mist. Right. Yeah. I'm even uh, worse. I don't carry an umbrella. And I put on earpods and I go, oh, well. Nice. Uh, Under the rain. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And people are like, look at me like, the fuck? I'm like, yeah. Oh, it was good. Right. I like it. The world ending, fuck it. When the rain comes, I feel like, oh, the earth is quenching itself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... I almost feel like this amphibian that's crawling out of its den. Yeah. And it's like, uh, you know, the my the environment is finally perfect for my habitation. Yeah. And it is sufficiently wet. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's what she said. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. And that my friends, I think it's a good thing to do at the end of the segment. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, 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 and that's what yeah. she said. That's what she said. Nature getting wet as fuck. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. 